Hey, I probably like the song of the week way too much this week, dog. Hey, Southside, where you get all that drip? And let that be right. Hey, I'm <laughs> big side of you niggas too. Can I keep it all way G? Put some respect on yeah, that. Yeah, keep it all way G. I just touched down in Coachella. Okay. Half a brick of raw hundred a gram, nothing less. Hey. Let's get these suburban kids on their levels. Yeah. Better yet, these artists. Shit, Whatever. Shit. My backyard like a resort. Uh. Beat another day in court. Okay. Palm trees in the skyline. Yeah. Four Rolls Royces and they all mine. Uh. I may paint them bitches Nipsey Blue. R.I.P. Nip, dog. All my niggas train, don't talk, just shoot. And all my bitches train to pull bitches. And if you snitching, nigga, keep your distance. Uh. My bedroom look like the same region. Freedom in America, I pledge allegiance. My closet looking like it's sex filth. Uh. I may buy your girlfriend a gift. Yeah. Double C's got my closet like it crib walking. I silence these niggas if they keep talking. My bitch hey. look down like I'm a pimp. You speak, she keep walking. Still in touch with my plug. Sometimes we speak often. Hello. Yeah. Cause I cherish my relationships. Hey. Every month I'm at the dealership. Uh. Who need a runner when you get it? I can't even find a cutoff point. Save <laughs> land and pallet, get a tip. Hey. Bag y'all like a resort. Just another day in court. Oh. Palm trees in the skyline. skyline. Four Rolls Royces and they all mine. Might put XXX on all my tags. Yeah. Tell Virgil I want all the bags. Hey. Louis Duffel and his seat through. <laughs> a couple million and a Drake too. Hey, that got him so goddamn hard, boy. Woo. Hey, man, I don't know why people talking about uh, this Gotti album trash. I figured it out, bro. It's a trend. People don't like real music no more. Like, if it's not that bubblegum pop rap music, then people ain't really messing with it. Kind of like, I, dog, I'll just give you a clear example. Um, Lil Baby. I fuck with Lil Baby, dog. Lil Baby is a whole vibe. But Lil Baby will kind of be like, let's break it down if it was a diet. Lil Baby would be something that, like, is good for you to eat if you don't eat too much of it. So, Lil Baby would be like a fruit. Like, fruit is good for you to eat if you don't eat too much of it because it still has a lot of sugar in it, right? Um, Somebody trash like Blueface would be any kind of junk food or sweets you can think of. Something like Yo Gotti would be something good for you to listen to, you know? Like a Kendrick, like a Cole, like a Big Shine, like a Meek Mills, you know, some of that real rap music, bro. But for some reason, people just seem to not like real music. Real music is, is going to come back and people are going to start to like it. But for some reason, people are real weird about it. But anyway, let me get off of that, man, because today I got a good podcast, dog. Great podcast. Very entertaining. Last week, I had Big Greasy. Shout out, goddamn Big Greasy, dog. Um, he gave me a great podcast. Today, I got an even more entertaining podcast. Um, don't you hate when people say, um, a lot, dog? I hate when I do it also. But this podcast is very entertaining. The beginning of the podcast, we started out talking about Jam Pro, which was my first business I actually had. I had a cleaning business for a couple years or whatever. I worked with the business for a couple years also, so I know a little bit about it. I just wanted to talk about that a little bit, give people a little insight. And then after that, 
We just got into some entertaining parts. We phoned in Damo. <laughs> Damo is hilarious, bro. I'm actually going to get a cable so you can hear it a lot better, but it's still all right. But let me stop talking and get into the episode, man. Hey, one more thing, too, dog, that we talked about on this podcast that I thought was interesting. So I guess I kind of led with it by being, I don't want to ruin it. I probably shouldn't tell you. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not going to ruin it and tell you, but I kind of led with something. You know, I was being a little vulnerable and told him a little secret about myself. And he exposed a very big secret. So make sure you stay tuned and listen to that. Um, this this podcast has a little bit of sexual content in it. I know the last one did also. This is not a sex podcast, <laughs> but if sex comes up, it's not a big deal. But make sure you stay tuned for these crazy ass topics, man. Camaro, cause that's his dream car. <laughs> they don't even know, like, shit. I got a Camaro for real. All jokes aside. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, 14. Uh, you good, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that bitch a 14, dog. I wish I never got that motherfucker, though. <laughs> Why? You pulled over a lot? Uh, honestly, I ain't been getting pulled over in it. Um, just finance-wise, dog. I was going to talk about that shit a little bit, too. Um, I ain't going to lie, dog. I got down, jumped out there and just started buying shit, bro. <laughs> like, my pockets was looking good. I was working for your pops. I had just started my own jam pro business. Money was straight. And I was like, you know what? I want a Camaro. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming in, though. That's how it be. Like, when you get it coming in, especially when you're younger. You bro, know, my like, money was... Like, Okay. My, dog, my money was looking good too, and you gotta think I'm young. I'm fresh out of college, dog. Like, I felt good, bro. <laughs> yeah, like your pops good. was paying me like fourteen, fifteen an hour, so I'm getting that little check coming in. I'm, I'm getting. I finally got my business off the ground. Them checks coming in, so I'm like, I'm young as hell, making like four grand a month, feeling good as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, shit. I'm going to get that Camaro, dog. Yeah, that's how I was when I was working with him too. <laughs> I was getting that stuff. I was like, but after a while, like once you get it, then it'd be like, dang, like the back end, like when shit mess up on it, getting it fixed and all of yeah. that. Yeah. And then just like, you don't even realize how much like them little beater cars that you had ain't take no gas. Now you got a real car that yeah. just takes some real gas. All I regret that shit, dog. I wasn't I wasn't thinking about it, bro. <laughs> then on top of that, like I own a business and I'm like splurging with my money. Yeah, yeah. I'm being a little responsible, like I'm paying up on my bills. But like every time some shit happened with my business, shit, I gotta go. Swipe a credit card trying to, you know, exactly, yeah. trying you to trying to compensate that. for some shit. Because, like, you never know, like, a vacuum cleaner might go out. Yeah, that's the thing about really owning the business, too, I think, that people don't realize is, like, everything you're going to need after the fact. Like, yeah. even when the money starts coming yeah. in, like, you're still going to need this and that. And see, so. that's why I wanted you on the podcast, because mm-hmm. I know me and you can talk about that shit well, dog. Yeah. Let me introduce podcast, though. Mm-hmm. Another episode of Sit Down with Slim. I got a new guest this time. I know y'all tired of hearing the same old guests. <laughs> Niggas be on there wilding. And I got to formally apologize for Blue Blue's head ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this nigga Blue Dog, bro. I got a homeboy, Blue, be on know, my podcast. I know who Blue is. Oh, you know Blue? Yeah, All I know right. Blue. Yeah, that's what cool. Um, we came to the conclusion that Blue has the exact same ideologies as a KKK member. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of people like that, though. 
Yeah. Oh, but nah, this TJ dog. You still go by TJ? Yeah. Okay, TJ, my dog Terry, aka TJ, man. Um, I've known TJ for a minute, man. I actually remember the first time I met TJ. I used to work for his pop. Shout out to Gunny dog. Um, Gunny actually was my ROTC teacher though. <laughs> in high school, Gunny used to teach me a lot of shit in high school. Like he used to see me in the hallway, mess with girls, and be like, "Boy, goddamn, get your shit together, man!" And I used to think the shit was funny and shit. Then I grew up, and um, what happened? How did I start working with Gunny? Bro, I actually was in jail for a warrant. I had just moved back to Georgia. I had a warrant from like two years ago. Went to jail for like a month. I ended up running into into Turt in Walmart. And Turk was like, man, what you got going on? I was like, shit, I ain't gonna lie to you, boy. I just got out of jail yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and that nigga was like, for real? He was like, when you move back here? I said, shit, I moved back like two months ago. Shit, I was only here for two weeks. I got locked up. I got pulled over. I had a warrant. And he was like, damn. He was like, shit, shit, we working with Gunny. We getting that bread. I said, Gunny who? He was like, the ROTC teacher Gunny. I said, oh, hell nah. So got him. he said he was gonna holler at him for me. Next day, Turk called my phone. I pick up. It's not Turk, it's Gunny. <laughs> and Gunny is like, "What's up, motherfucker?" <laughs> I was like, "Shit, what's up, Gunny?" He was like, "He was like, man, what the hell you got them in and out of jail for and shit, man? I ain't gonna lie, I ain't with that stupid shit. I don't want to hire your ass, but uh, I want you to come up here and holler at me tomorrow." So I had went up there, bro. We ended up talking the whole time y'all was at. Nah, no, nah, you weren't here yet. Nah. Yeah. Uh, well, me and him was talking the whole time I was at Bobby Jones, and he was like, "Bro, I'm gonna hire you, dog." <laughs> and then like later on, I learned. I ain't gonna lie, dog. Your pops, that's a good ass man, bro. Later on, I learned that like he was hiring all of us because he was trying to teach us some shit. Cause you yeah, know he naturally yeah, yeah. a teacher. Yeah. So yeah, he yeah. just really wanted to teach us some shit, bro. I really ain't yeah. catch on to that shit until like he was teaching me how to strip and wax floors one day, which is me and him. Yeah. And I think we was working like twelve hours a day, and I started noticing. I was like, this nigga ain't just telling me shit because he like talking. This nigga telling me shit because he want me to know this. Like he trying yeah, to teach me yeah, some yeah. shit for the rest of my life. Yeah, he trying to do that with everybody. That he yeah, that he but when you young, you don't know no better. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he trying to do that with everybody. Like teach them and teach you skills that you could use. Like even after the fact. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. So even if it's a fallout, if he got fired, he let you go. Whatever, he still taught you something along the way yeah. that you could take with you and use. Like a lot of people don't do that. They just gonna like. Yo, yo, do the cleanup, dog. That's it. You the mm-hmm. cleanup, man. That's it. <laughs> but, bro, you know your pops, he got them. He a straightforward person. Yeah. So, sometimes it's kind of hard to get that information because <laughs> the nigga cussing you out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, I know we got some funny-ass stories from your pop. Like, I remember the time me and you was doing a a, a job at John Deere, and um, he was spraying the acid from the roof. And we both were standing there, and it just so happened to acid spray right on top of you, dog. That shit could have went either way from the um from the uh, ventilation system. That shit went right to you. That nigga was yelling and screaming like it was your fault. I was like, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know. But nah, that's how I ended up working with uh, Gunny, and then later on, I think uh, you had moved down here from New York, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, oh, here go another New York nigga, cause he just kept he just kept bringing people from New York. Cause I think I think uh, one of your sister's uh, boyfriends was from New York or something. Yeah, divine. Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn, he just keep bringing all these New York niggas, bro. Y'all coming in there like, yo, what's up? What's good, son? I'm like, oh hell, bro, some more New York niggas. But nah, at first I had told Damo, I was like, man, I don't think TJ like us, dog. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> you can tell, like, see, the thing Gunny do, too, is Gunny will put you in, like, that leadership position and not even tell you, like, nigga, you the supervisor. <laughs> so it's like, you was the official supervisor, and I know we was getting on your goddamn nerves, so we was so fucking childish, bro. Niggas late every day. Niggas playing around, not wanting to work. I said, bro, TJ got it bad, dog. Wow, bro. Like, I'll never forget, like, Every, I think it was Saturdays, we had to clean this building. It, it only took two hours. But me, Turk, and Damo used to be late every Saturday and be hungover when we got to work. <laughs> I was like, bro, I don't know why this nigga don't just fire us, bro. This shit had ass. Them <laughs> niggas ain't even used to want to go, bro. I used to have to wake them niggas up. Yeah, I remember we used to have to go to Bobby Jones on Saturday. Yeah, that's the one. I'd be the same way, though, not one to go all still <laughs> fucked up from the night before. You gotta go. Get it done. And y'all wasn't bad. That was the thing. Like, once everybody was dead and we were working and shit, like, shit, got done. Yeah. So that's why I'd be like, you know, like, you set a time, and then it's like, realistically, like, you give a little wee lay. Like, even, yeah. like, I think Walmart even literally does that. Like, you go, like, seven or eight minutes, I think it is, or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're not officially late till you're, like, past that time. Yeah, whatever. most That's most jobs that. do that shit. Also, you know, me working with people would be like, yo, if you ain't more than, like, 15 minutes late, then I'm like, all right, whatever. Dog, not, was you ready to be in that leadership position when he put you in it? Was I ready? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> you weren't really paying no attention, huh? Uh, uh, like, it was, like, whatever, because... It was it's my dad's business, so it's like oh, you gotta like it's expected. But at the time, I really wasn't ready. I don't really. And now that I've done it a couple times, I don't really know if that's like how I want to do it. Like if I'm in a leadership position now, I probably break some more things down. Like you know. Yeah. So that's all I know. He was trying to do was like yo, you just do this little part over here and this do that thing. So it wasn't. It wasn't really nothing because it was like only those couple of buildings. It was smaller then. Yeah, like he, when yeah, I did he wasn't more, trying to throw you to the wolves. Yeah. Nah, like when I did more, it's like when it got more complicated. Like when I went to Columbia and it's like you got to like hire all the people now. I forgot about all that And you got to do all the payroll and you got to do all of that, clean all the laundry and stuff and all that stuff. Or like you say, all the little things and all that. Mm-hmm. Something go wrong. Like if I can't get to him right away, then I got to make sure you got some money to the side for anything. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Bro, I remember <laughs> one time I went to Columbia uh, with you to do a job, and I was sitting there like, bro, I don't see how TJ do this shit. You probably don't even remember that shit. We did like this old folks home, and we had to, we had to clean the hood, then we had to uh, strip and wax the floor in the back. And we yeah, was there. Yeah. I, I think we got there. Like the country. <laughs> yeah. We got there like the evening time, and we didn't leave till like early in the morning. Mm-hmm. I think we was there like 12 hours or some shit. That ain't the worst job I did with Gunny, though. The worst job I did with Gunny, I think that shit took 16 hours. Yeah, that shit was hell, bro. He let us like leave for lunch for an hour and come right back and work some more. But uh, that job right there, I was just like, dog, I wanted to give up. And you was just like, yo, let's just finish this shit, dog. I was like, bro, I'm tired as fuck. I'm passing out. <laughs> Oh, it was got to be like that when it was like that. Because we did shit. We're like, it was like new sometimes. So we didn't even know what yeah. we were doing or nothing like that. Yeah. Like now, like I, I'm doing some hoods with them right now. But they like do like the ones that they been doing or whatever. Yeah. See, bro, that's so, why I hit you up. You get into a routine. My, um, my uh, brother, he had some um some free sandwich tickets to uh, Jersey Mike's. And I seen the Supreme Kitchen like <laughs> sticker on it, and I thought about it. I was like, damn, TJ did hit me up, dog. I need to hit him up so he can get on the podcast. But yeah, dog, 
People don't know what hood cleaning is. I used to tell people back then, like, yeah, you know, I clean hoods. And they like, ain't no way in hell you clean hoods, nigga. You don't, you don't do no goddamn handiwork. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I used to be in that bitch getting dirty, too, bro. Everybody yeah. thought I was some pretty boy or some shit. Nah, I used to be in that bitch getting dirty, dog. <laughs> them hoods hell, though, bro. Yeah, they not too bad. Man, like, them shit's hell. Like, the way that, that y'all was doing it, like, when my dad was hell, because he was like, he was like, Going there with like a steel wool almost. Yeah. And like scrub everything down and stuff. Like, Bro, how y'all was doing <laughs> in uh, New York before you got here? Because you said your uncle do it in New York, right? Yeah, yeah. He going, he lose like a little bit of steel wool. We going with like the scrapers first. I think when you moved down here too, like when we got more scrapers and better scrapers, yeah, yeah, like yeah, shit yeah. got easier then. Like, yeah. Oh, let me <laughs> explain <laughs> to the people what hood cleaning is. Now, hoods is like the exhaust over over the the grill and the fryers and restaurants and basically um it sucks up the grease while you're cooking and the grease gets caught up in this exhaust system and every three six or even a year you have to call somebody to come in and clean it up or whatever and that's what we used to do we used to go in there and clean the grease but sometimes that should be easy peasy like i just said jersey mike a very clean spot Sometimes that should be hell. <laughs> like the Chinese restaurants, right? <laughs> hey, for y'all to eat Chinese food, dog, I'm telling you, that's the worst shit in the world, dog. If you see these motherfuckers' kitchen, woo, that shit is gross. Dog, what's the worst shit you seen in a, uh, a restaurant doing hoods? I mean, really, usually be a lot of the Chinese ones are usually the worst. And, like, Steakhouses be kind of bad too. Nah, I mean like those be like bad as far as cleaning, but I mean like, like okay, I'll tell you one. It's a Chinese spot in North Augusta, and me and your dad went there to do it or whatever because we didn't think it was gonna be too 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 bad. And we got there and the whole exhaust system didn't work. Period. (laughs) So now we got to get on the roof, and I think you went with us the second time, and we had to do the fireman shit. Like, take the ladder, get on one roof, pull the ladder up, get on the next roof. You remember that shit? I think I remember doing things like that. Yeah. I've done a lot to, like, get to and be, like, especially when it gets to the roof. Like, yeah. do, like, different things. It's, like, not all that safe to, <laughs> to actually See, get I, to no, the I didn't want to do that shit then. And then we finally get on the roof. And I remember me and you up there, we cleaning the, we cleaning the bowl. You know, trying to see what's going on and going to keep calling my phone, talking about some, hey, man, you don't see what's wrong with it, why it's not working? I'm like, nah, we don't see. You know what I'm saying? So much grease in here, we can't get to it. And then finally, me and you get all the grease out and we get down to the bottom. And it's a fucking big ass bird trapped in there. You don't remember that? <laughs> I do not remember. I, I bro, it was a Chinese spot that. in North Augusta, bro. It had a bird trapped in the top. That's why the that's why the uh the fan wasn't spinning in the bowl. I feel like I slightly remember something like that, but not fully, but And then the crazy part about it was like the bird was in the bowl because he was like chasing a rat. There was a rat stuck in there too. Oh wow. Yeah, I definitely yeah, don't remember that. <laughs> Gunny remember. I, if Gunny hear this, he'll know what I'm talking uh, about. I remember pulling some birds out of stuff. Though. Yeah. Like, Why the hell do birds want to go in there? <laughs> I don't even know. I guess, like, maybe they smell the food sometimes or something. And then get yeah. stuck. Like, that's what I see. They usually get stuck because, you know, that grease on that roof, mm-hmm. boy, it gets sticky and shit. Like, it get all clumped together and all that. It's, like, soft and hard. It's, like, tall almost. It's, like... <laughs> Yeah. So like yeah, a bird a small one can't move like, and then that fan get cut on and they fucked up. <laughs> the motherfucker's stupid dog. Bird birds, 
just like pigeons and shit. They some dumbass animals. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not all birds. Just like pigeons and shit. Pigeons are really yeah. They something because they don't be wanting to move. Like a pigeon just look at pigeons you. Pigeons like, dumb as hell. Bro, I seen a video of a rat fucking up a pigeon. I was like, bro, you a fucking bird, bro. You supposed to fuck this rat up. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about Pokemon. I'm like, what was the shit named Pidgey? Pidgeotto. And then the, the, the rat name was Rattata some. I'm like, Pidgeotto definitely will fuck up Rata, whatever the fuck the name of the Pokemon is. I don't even remember their names. I remember there was a bird one though. Yeah. But I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember it word for word. I just mm-hmm. I just randomly remember if that it shit. It was a flying thing though. You you would think, like, you know what I'm saying, you would have that advantage. Yeah. But for some reason they don't. But yeah, bro, um so um what happened? I was working with your pops, and I, I think I went off to school after that. Then I came back, and I hit him up and was like, man, I ain't going to lie. I'm working all these jobs in Atlanta. Yeah, I moved to Atlanta after school, and I was like, dog, this shit ain't the move. And he was like, man, I'm, I've been telling y'all for years, like, y'all should get y'all on Jam Pro business. And I was like, man, I'm going to come out there and, you know, holler at you and goddamn try it out or whatever. Um, I'm going to be honest, dog. When I was working with him, I was like, oh, this shit easy breezy. If this how it go or whatever. He had introduced me to the people at Jam Pro. Yeah. I was like, this is easy breezy, dog. But I remember talking to a couple people that was interested in Jam Pro too, and they all kept asking me, like, is it a scam? And mm-hmm. I was like, what? I'm like, nah. But I ended up getting my own Jam Pro business, and I was like, oh, this shit ain't as easy as Gunny was saying mm-hmm. it was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What kind of experience you had with Jam Pro? I still was working through him, so, like, mine wasn't that bad. Like, I still did the meetings and stuff and all that, so I never, like, did my own. But I know from him, like, it's like, you basically, like, you put your money in, then they supposed to promise you so much business back. Yeah. But it's like, it ain't no telling how long it's going to take to you actually get to that amount of business that they promise you back, you know? Yeah. So, like, you... You can't always recruit as fast as, like, you would like to, like, and you don't even have, like, the power to, like, when you want to, like, when you want to expand and do different things and all see, that. See, bro, though, the thing about Jam Pro, and now I see why people was asking, is it a scam or not, is because when you're dealing with Jam Pro, you're basically dealing with this big corporation. Yeah. So it's like a lot of shit comes with that. It's a lot of good things that come with it, but it's also a lot of fucked up things. Like, um, first getting into it, I understood the paperwork. I understood how everything went. Like, basically what you do is you buy into the franchise and you purchase a business. Yeah. But I think how they try to sell it to you is it's your own business. You go get your own business license and all that. Yeah. That's where they get you. I think that's where they get you. <laughs> because at the end of the day, you ain't nothing but like a bona fide supervisor for them. Yeah, you basically like a contractor. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So um, then you put the down payment on the business. You can finance some money to make your business bigger. And they promise you X amount of dollars a month. And they'll continue to give you these accounts. And they got X amount of time to promise it yeah. or whatever. And I remember um, I first put down the money I put down. I don't think I got a huge contract. That's something funny, though. Your pops actually told me that was around the time I got that sports card. Uh, I moved into this crib, and he was like, bro, you just got a house? You just got a car? He was like, uh, you got credit cards? I was like, yeah. He was like, uh, how much credit you got on these credit cards? I was like, I ain't gonna lie, I've been working on this shit since I was 18, so I probably got like 25 grand. 
He was like, you got 25 grand and you only 24? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. He was like, that's good as fuck. He was like, take the whole 25 and put it on your business. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I don't yeah. think that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, trust me, you're going to make the money back. You, you'll be all right. I actually thought about it because I wanted Domo to do it with me. Yeah. So I was going to do it. Yeah. But I talked to my moms and my moms was like, baby, that's a horrible idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, just start small and see how it go first before you jump out there like that. And I'm glad I listened to her because, mm-hmm. bro, bro, don't get me wrong. There's only really two people that I ever had in my life that like taught me some shit and I'll and I'll listen to them. My mom, that's number one. And then Gunny was number two. You know what I'm saying? So I was ready to listen to it, bro. But I'm glad I didn't because I got into it with Jam Pro. And at first, I ain't going to lie, shit was going good. My first job I did, though, was bad. I had a job on Fort Gordon. It was a strip and wax, uh, the little gas station when you first get on uh, base. Yeah. I was supposed to strip and wax that. I think the contract was $1,000 even. Or it was like 900 and some change. So, you know, I'm instantly happy as hell. <laughs> I've been stripping and waxing floors for years. Yeah. So, I'm like, this ain't nothing. I get in there. They tell you, like, it's only a window of, like, five hours you got. I'm like, cool, ain't mm-hmm. no big deal. <laughs> Gunny let me hold his van Let me hold all his equipment I get in there Dog the floor was shot the fuck out I'm talking mm-hmm. about It was worse than any floor I had ever seen before mm-hmm. um, They didn't tell me Like I had to move everything Off the floor Which took an hour mm-hmm. Then it's gonna take me An hour to put it back So of course right. I fucked that job up <laughs> And that's my it. first one <laughs> but, hey. but bro Going on um, I wanna say After I was there For like a year And some change I started losing accounts, bro. And I was losing accounts for dumb shit. And they was taking them from me for dumb shit, too. <laughs> That's when I knew. I was like, bro, this corporate life just ain't for me, dog. Mm-hmm. That shit crazy, bro. Yeah. I ain't lose no accounts until, like, after, towards the end when I was, like, when I had moved back and stuff. I moved, like, to Aiken or whatever. What'd you lose your accounts for? Dumb shit, too. Or just be, like, people complaining about stuff. It's just like the See, little things, like it's your little tedious things. Like that's the thing too about like office environment, because you always got one person. Or that's always like the. Complainer. It's two faced people too. Like <laughs> I ain't gonna say the lady name, but it was a lady that worked up there, and she used to always like tell me what was going on up there or whatever. And come to find out, I had found out that I knew another franchise owner, and they had took the account from him so they can give it to her, but yeah. she didn't know I knew him like that. Yeah. So I had told homie straight up, like, and he used to work for Gunny too. Yeah. I had told him straight up, like, man, I ain't gonna lie, bro. They took your account so they can give it to somebody else. And yeah. that's when I knew, like, hey, Slim, they're gonna do the same shit to you one day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it happened to me too. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's probably why people say, like, it was in the scam or whatever, because they do stuff like that or whatever. Like, yeah. Say, so like, now you, when you was new a person or whatever, now they might take an account from somebody else so they could, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, get you, get compensate them for somebody and, else. Yeah. Get them working or whatever. It almost feel like a pyramid scheme, right? <laughs> For real. It started feeling like a pyramid scheme after a while. That's why I was like, I wasn't really like mad about getting up out the business because I'm like, this shit's starting to feel shaky. Yeah. But I think it, it all balance out, but it's just like... It's politics. Yeah, I think they just be... When they probably, when they first started it, they were able to do that. Like so many people... You're able to keep on giving business packages out and all that. Mm-hmm. But now it probably feel more like that because after you get so drawn out, it's like, it, well, where you going to pull accounts from when you got everything? You already got all your people doing stuff. You yeah. Know? But you're bro. basically like, yeah, it's like politics. Like, you know, like 
politicians will promise you something that they ain't fully got set in stone yet, but uh-huh. it's a working process, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but to you, they telling you like, oh yeah, we definitely got that. It's locked in. We got you. you yeah. <laughs> Promising you some bullshit. That's like, that's why everything to me rationalized back to like little street shit. Like when you that nigga that's selling and, and you only want to sell the nigga point A, but you like, yeah, son, come through, y'all. I got you. I got you. You yeah. get Because when somebody there, when you promising them things and they there, like it's different. So if they like, if they halfway kind of shaky with it, but then you sign up and they give you a building, you like, oh man, they was tripping, man. They gave me a building right away. And that's away. the thing they do, like, <laughs> dog. They dangle like they dangle some shit in your face to make you feel better, like something bad happened. Like, bro, I never forget they had, um, they had promised me this account I really wanted, and they gave it to somebody else, a newer person, because yeah. that's what they do. Yeah. And they came back and was like, man, I got a way better account for you. <laughs> that shit, that shit a little cheaper. But um, it's a way better one. It's easy as hell. But that account ended up being the worst account I had. <laughs> Matter of fact, the first account they gave me was like $400 a month, bro. Bro, it was a clubhouse, bro. And it was nothing but racist people in that bitch. And they like, they wanted shit spotless. And it's like, there was nothing in there, though. Yeah. So it's like, what am I cleaning up? Y'all, mm. y'all got a fucking ballroom. Mm. That shit crazy, bro. Just clean that. How often did you have to clean it, though? Mm, I think it was just once a week. It was, like, right. Sundays. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that bad, but... Oh, nah, but what happened was... So, when I first started out, this is the biggest mistake I made. Let's get into the business part. <laughs> this is the biggest mistake I made when I uh when I first got into Jam Pro. I let all my friends work with me. <laughs> I fucked up bad. Yeah. That was horrible. Like, that first job I told you I went to... I had one of my friends that's actually a good worker with me. He was straight. But I had another one of my homeboys that's not a good worker. A nigga came in that bitch with a skinny jean sagging. <laughs> and I actually had a conversation with him about why he shouldn't sag his pants in a work <laughs> environment. And he was like, bro, you sound like the white folks. Yeah, I'm like, bro, that's nigga's that. problem, dog. You know what I'm saying? As soon as you start talking, something like, go straighten up, get it all together. And clean. You sound like them crackers, man. God yeah. damn. <laughs> It's like, bro, what? Like, dog, we ain't never gonna have no good shit if we gonna keep this mentality, bro. Then on top of that, like, if you see your homeboy trying to do something good, you should want to support it, like, bro. Do the right thing, my nigga. Don't don't be in here with your pants sagging and cussing loud and playing music on your phone, like, bro. What's up with y'all? See, I start feeling like Gunny. <laughs> I'm like, this is the shit Gunny was going through when yeah. we was working with him. Cause you never get it till it's your own and you got yep. something to lose, like, you know what I'm saying. That's especially exactly when you're young too people want to make a statement too when you're young especially in the 20s and teen years you want to be like yeah let them see my pants sagging cause I'm the yeah. shit I'm that nigga like you know, uh, stop dog they looking at you like this clown <laughs> <laughs> they don't take you serious <laughs> and then see me dog see they wasn't the ones going in and out of these meetings me I'm the ones going um, yeah. in and out of the meetings so I'm hearing the things these people are saying and I'm dealing with things like one time Gunny sent me to do a hood and I'm going to say who it is. It was the uh, the the cheesecake place on Peach Orchard Road. And the lady that owned the place, I walk in and I guess the people don't know the the, the people don't know um I'm coming. Do I want some spaghetti? I don't know. I do not eat spaghetti. But the people don't know I'm coming and um what happened? Oh, so they called her or whatever. And um she she uh the person there hands me the phone. I'm talking to the lady. And the first question she asked me is, how old are you? Mm-hmm. And I go, 
huh? Excuse mm-hmm. me? She was like, how old are you? And I think at the time I was, what, 24? And I'm like, I'm 24. And she's like, are you old enough to do a job like this? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was like, uh, what's your boss's number? Let me call him. She calls Gunny, and Gunny cusses her ass out. Mm-hmm. Like, what you worried about how old he is for? Like, mm-hmm. why does that matter, dog? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, bruh, I basically knew, like, dog, when you young and you in business, people don't take you serious. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what separated, like, my mindset from my friend's mindset. Yeah. It's like where everybody at now. Now, like, you know what I'm saying, you... Everybody's getting up to close to 30 or yeah. 30 or whatever. Now yeah. it's starting to change a little bit. But, yeah, definitely when you're younger, everybody just, like, still want to play around and joke and shit. And it's fucked up because part of you, one of you, is like, damn, that's just like it. And, like, yeah, if we wasn't here, I could play around and be all yeah. joking with you. But we here, yo, we doing something, <laughs> like, right now. And they looking at you like, bro, you changing, you all on tight now and shit. Like, nah, bro, I got shit I got to do now, bro. Like, but nah, bro. we want to play Gucci and we strip for us. Yeah. <laughs> But, bro, I, um, i never forget, though, dog, what really changed my mindset because I just kept letting my friends work with me. Um, I ended up, I think I ended up talking to Gunny. And we was doing a job. We was having, you know, conversation. And I was telling him how, like, I was trying to put somebody on Jam Pro or whatever. He was telling me why that was a bad idea. And I was like, nah, if I can do this shit, they can do it. You know what I'm saying? And um, Gunny was like, look. I'm about to tell you some real shit. And he was like, I hope you're ready for this, dog. He told me, and I will never forget this for the rest of my life, and I use this line all the time. He said, somebody got to flip the burger. Mm. That's it. Just simple as that. Mm. And I sat there thinking about it, like, what is this nigga talking about? You know what I'm saying? He just kept saying that shit over again. Somebody got to flip the burger, baby. Mm. And I'm like, huh? Mm. Then he just kept talking, and then it clicked to me. I was like, oh, okay, I know what he's saying. You know, there's there's workers and there's bosses. So all your friends can't come with you. Then I start thinking about that time when he fired everybody and just let me and you work. Because mm. I never could understand why. Because, you know, Turt and Damo, the one that put me on the job, never could understand why. I was like, I was like, why would he fire me? I mean, excuse me, why would he fire them and keep me when they put me on the job? But then I thought about it. I was like, it's, it's because me and you had a mentality the rest of them didn't have. Like, we knew when to fuck around and, and, and when to work. More so you than me, though. I'm going to be honest. Because <laughs> I used to be on that bullshit, too. I ain't going to sit here and lie. Uh, I had to work. It's my dad shit, so. Yeah. Even though it's some shit back then, though, that probably, like, now I wouldn't definitely handle the same way. But <laughs> Why you say that? Because I definitely was... Always high, smoking everywhere, they didn't care. Now I try to be more low-key when I'm smoking. Yeah. It's probably not so we smell like blood everywhere. You still fuck yeah. with the Jam Pro thing? Nah, I don't do nothing as far as Jam Pro. I still do some cleaning. I was doing that like for work when I was in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So I've been out there doing that. And just doing like uh, like deliveries and stuff on the odd jobs and whatnot. i just been trying to explore, though. Having the thing, I did the little... Boss thing for a minute or whatever. <laughs> it was cool and all that, but it's like, man, I gotta find a different way to do it because all this cleaning stuff. Man. You like, ain't like it said, no more? I don't really, I don't think I, I never really liked it. It was always just a way to get money or whatever. See, that's how I felt about it. And that's yeah. where I felt like I really fucked up at. Um, I think I didn't know what, I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do with life at that time. So 
when I had that conversation with your dad, I was like, I mean, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I might as well jump into that. Mm. And that shit was like one of the biggest mistakes I made. Just doing <laughs> some shit for some money because, bro, I hate cleaning. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I clean my house. But, like, I hate going into industrial buildings and fucking cleaning shit. That shit is annoying. I do, um, like I said, I do it out there, but it's different. I do carpet cleaning out there. So, like, that's, like, different. Oh, yeah, carpet cleaning is a little easier. Yeah, we do, like, carpet and tile. We do stripping and waxing, too, but it was all just, it's so simple. It's more, like, organized and stuff like that. You know, yeah. sometimes going with pops, we'd be like, well, who going to show up? Is he yeah. going to have everything when he show up? All of that. It's just be like, yo. Cause sometimes it be haphazard because he be doing so much stuff, you know what I'm saying? And like here, they just got this focus, you know what I'm saying? He, dog, he's he's real good at like working off of being unorganized, though. Yeah, I yeah, never yeah. was good at that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's him. Like he he doesn't need like much, you know. <laughs> he doesn't need much, and he get he'll get he'll like his mind state is get it done. So like he'll find a way to get it done. But, like, when it's everybody else around you, they got to be like that, too. Otherwise, it ain't going to, like, mesh well. So, like, me, it'd be, like, more organized and stuff. Like, yeah. Like, me, I try to, like, keep everything in order. Like, all right, this person going to keep on doing that thing. That person going to keep on doing that thing. And also, yeah. Gunny, Gunny went through so many workers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like, how do you stay organized with that when you got a new worker every day? That is the, the hard part, too. My uncle in New York said that, too. He's like, yo, the human element is always, like, the hardest part. Like, not what you could do, but, like, when you're running the business, what all your employees going to do? Like, yeah. like you're going to have good ones. You're going to have consistently good ones, all that. That'd be more harder than, like, just you doing it by yourself. But you can't always make as much money when it's you doing it by yourself. You got to start hiring people. You got to expand. Yeah. That's why I say, like, if I do business again, like, I'll, and I do it on, like, that scale, like, I would have, like, somebody doing the hiring or whatever. Because I know I'm not good at picking people up. <laughs> I got fired up. <laughs> why you feel like that? I don't know. Because, like, especially with the cleaning thing, it's harder to find people. So, so when you find somebody that just, like, show up consistently, like, that's the That's the hard part. <laughs> so somebody that show up consistently and clean okay, it's just like, okay, I'm going to try this person. But then if they start slacking off, and you're like, dang, I got to, especially, like, when you got multiple people, as soon as you fire somebody, now you got to go and do that building or whatever. Now that's going to mess up your schedule until you find somebody. Then you got to, you might have to go do people that you actually find that really actually like the job and all that and want to stay on. And then actually stay on for a while and be good or whatever. Because, like you said, like, you got to do all that, and then you got to fire people, too, on top of yeah everything else. Like, the firing, like, that's the hard part with the friends and, like, family and stuff. Like, you got to fire a friend or family now. They don't want to be your friend or whatever, like. I seen you do it a couple times. <laughs> I would laugh my ass off watching you do it, too. <laughs> See, me, though, when I had my business, um, it was more so one of those things where I just... If I didn't want you working with me no more, I just stop calling you. You know what I'm saying? What if they show up to the building? <laughs> they not because how I had it set up. I ain't gonna lie though. I had got to the point where like I was about to put some more money into it, and I was about to grow my business and make it bigger. But I just was like, nah. I'm actually gonna downsize and just start doing everything myself. Yeah. And I really fucked up there too. You know what I'm saying? Because I like I felt like I was just. <sighs> 
it's like I was just there too much, dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just it was just too much risk, dog. I didn't lose no money doing Jam Pro, but I did a lot of shit I regret. And like I said, like I was spending a lot of my money I should have been investing into the business. I felt like in my head I was like, okay, I'm doing the right thing or whatever as far as my money go because I'm paying up on my bills. But like the money that I should have I should have had periods where like I was struggling a little bit because I was putting that money into my business and I didn't have those times. Yeah. Nigga, I was drinking Hennessy every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was buying bottles of Hennessy every day, dog. Especially when I was working for your pops too. Yeah. Bro, I'm getting like I'm getting like eighteen hundred a month from him. I'm getting like two, three thousand from my business. I'm like, bruh, I'm about to live, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking trips to Florida for like a week at a time and shit. I'm like, bro, I'm about to live, bro. Realistically, I fucked up though. <laughs> I fucked up buying sports cars. I fucked up taking all them trips, not investing the money into my business. Yeah. And that's why now I'm more business minded. So like I actually do well with my business now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because of those times. And Gunny was telling me too, Gunny was like, you know, you need to Put more money into Jam Pro and woo, woo, woo. but I also didn't see no no growth with them because I would hear them like say little shit under their breath like you know oh these are our guys we're going with and it would always be uh Howard Gunny and like two more people yeah. and I'm like bro I used to tell Chaz because Chaz used to be with Jam Pro I think yeah. he still is yeah. I used to tell him like bro they ain't never gonna let us be in those positions bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he used to be like, man, shit, I'm just here, got them, getting it while they're getting good. I'm like, bro, I don't think I can stay here and we ain't going to advance nowhere. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And they told me straight up it's because of how old we were. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I don't think that shit fair, dog. Uh, presenting you to clients is harder than presenting like a 40-year-old person. Yeah, that's yeah. true too, though. Because like, I remember going into meetings with, like, uh, I think her name was Leslie. And, you know, I walk in there. Um, matter of fact, it's a building up Bear Road. I had just got that account. It's like a, it's like a medical call center and they had just got that account or whatever. They had owed me some money. So they gave me the account and I had to go in there for like the first initial meet. I don't know why I had to go in there with them. Cause you know, you normally don't do that. Yeah. I had to go with them for some reason and we get in there, whatever. And the lady, she's just looking at me the whole time. She's not paying Leslie no attention. She's just staring at me. Mm. And she just she's just asking me the most randomest questions, bro. Mm. I'm talking about random shit like, do you have pets? Mm. I'm like, no. <laughs> then finally, she just busts out and goes, how did you get with Jam Pro? How old are you? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, bro, I see why they don't want to put us in these positions <laughs> now, dog. Because it's like, I don't know why people think it's just weird for you to be young and be the boss of something. Did you they, ever get them vibes? They just want to know, like, especially like when you're young with like stuff. People are like, hey, what did you do? Like, what came about? Like, like I think this one dude that we had working with us, I had this Buick at the time, and he was like, and I had the the sunroof was broken, right? He was like, oh, you see that? Man? He said something about it. He was like, see your dad bought you the car, but you can't maintain. I was like, I bought this car. Yeah. Like if you're younger though, like. Everybody gonna they gonna think like it's somebody like that and you're like like it's somebody in your corner that like you know that stimulated like why wow, you got there, bro. They did me the same way like everybody that used to ask me about the business and especially my friends they all would be on some shit like uh you know 
curious and like like trying to figure out and spreading rumors like, oh, how did you get the money for the business? Mm. And I'm thinking like, bro, I didn't even put that much down. Like I only put five grand down, nigga. You can't but, come up with five grand. That's hard to come by, though. Them it's niggas to, is like Gunny said. Somebody yeah. got to flip the burger. You know what I'm saying? It's it's hard to come by, and it's it's not at the same time. Like if you like, like what are you willing to sacrifice to like do it or whatever? Like everybody ain't willing to like go through any type of burdens to get to that or whatever. Yeah. You know, You've always been, like, really conservative and shit, even back then when we used to talk. Like, when we worked together and shit, you always was like that. Yeah. So, it's like, you know what I'm saying? For you to have to bread like, that wouldn't be surprising to me. Yeah. That would know you, like, and talk to you like that or whatever. And know that, like, oh, the nigga cheap. The nigga not cheap because he broke, though. The nigga cheap because he don't want to you don't yeah. wanna spend the bread on all the eggs and shit. Like, I always you know been saying? like that, dog. Yeah, like, if we go into the fast food, if you got some bread, nigga, we, we got two separate orders. Like, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't that much. Yeah, I always been like that. I ain't going to lie, dog, because, like, Especially around those times, I always felt like I had to make my money make money. You know what I'm saying? It never was one of them things where it was like, um, shit, I'm going to take this $2,000 check and I'm going to make sure I have a good weekend with my friends and show them that I got some money. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> I just don't want to be the person your dad talk about going to flip the burger. I just I just had that in my mind. Like, bro, I got to get this money up because I cannot be the nigga flipping the burger, bro. Because he is not going to be in these buildings talking about me like he talking about my friends. That shit just ain't going to happen, dog. So that's why I was saving my money up and I did what I did, bro. Because it just ain't nothing like having your own, bro. And that's where niggas fuck up at, like, not having that drive to want to do something or want to accomplish something. Because I honestly felt like most of the people around me could have did the same shit, too. And they just didn't. And then when I did it, they started saying little stupid shit like, like, man, anybody could have anybody could have did that shit. Why you ain't do it, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Why you ain't do it? Like, especially one of my friends, he was like, shit... I'm going I'm to get me a Jam Pro business. Too. Nigga, go do it. I ain't stopping you. I can't control it. I don't own Jam Pro. You know what I'm saying? All my business likes to say is Rotland LLC. You don't say nothing about no Jam Pro. Mm-hmm. They do be upset. That's the thing about, like, different places, though. Like, that's why, I like, especially here, Augusta, it's going to definitely be like that. Because you get on... It's like a crab and barrel mentality. Yeah. Like you, if you start shining and getting on all that, because you are probably going to have to change yeah. a little bit. That's just usually how it goes. Like, when you're young, you want to think like that. You'd be like, oh, you ain't got to change. You could be like this, that. And anybody that's, like, showing you that they don't have to change is usually putting on a facade. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, bro, you know what's funny? Like I, remember, I remember riding in the van with you and having a conversation about that. Because mm-hmm. I think I had I had got into it with, like, I don't know, Joe or somebody. And he was like, nigga, you changing and woo woo And I remember like venting to you about I think we were going to Columbia. And I was like, nigga, I was like, bro, I seen a Jay-Z interview and Jay-Z was talking about, of course I changed, nigga. You think I came this far yeah, and stayed yeah. the same? That's one of the memes now. I'm like, yeah. yeah that quote, remember, that, I was talking about that, that shit that back quote. then. I was like, bro, I ain't come this far to stay the same. Like, nigga, I got a whole business, nigga. I can't be playing with you, my nigga. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. He was talking about people getting fired. I think. Either my dad or I had to fire Joe. And he was so upset. He was mad, <laughs> bro. 
it was big man. He was saying it was y'all fault too. Yep. You like, said it was you. I think it said that. He's like, man, that nigga's fault, man. <laughs> Bro, he always got somebody to blame, dog. He don't never take accountability for anything he does, bro. That's most people though. Like it's always it's always the white man's fault or the Illuminati's fault or it's always these magical people <laughs> that's the reason for their downfall. Like them niggas them niggas will not pay their bills and be like, um, man, bro, I would have paid my bills, but man, you know, Donald Trump tripping. Like, bro, you don't know Donald Trump. Nigga, you ain't you ain't never even paid taxes before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You never did your taxes before. Mm-hmm. You talking about Donald Trump tripping? I said you talking about. You said black Republicans. You said they calling you a Republican. <laughs> bro, that shit started around that time when mm-hmm. I got into Jam Pro with the whole black <laughs> Republican thing. Because it's like you know when you start getting a little bit more money, your mindset starts to change a little bit. You start being a little more aware of what's going on. Like yeah. honestly. Around that time is when I start paying attention to politics. Before that, I didn't give a fuck about no damn politics. <laughs> but then, you know, now I'm paying taxes and shit. Yeah. And paying a lot of taxes. So, I'm trying to figure this out. I'm like, man, you know, what's going on in society or whatever? Then, you know, you start doing your own research and coming up with your own ideals. And then, that's when niggas start calling you a Republican and a white man. Mm-hmm. And, like, in the last podcast I put out, I was telling, I was telling Blue, I was like, Blue, you probably don't know this, but I'm about to put you on game. You're a Republican. <laughs> in the mind state. Yeah, yeah. Like, your whole mind state is, is, is a Republican. Like, yeah. me, I'm clearly in the center. Mm. You're far right, my nigga. Mm. Like, super far right. That's where all that shit start coming. That'd be the crazy thing about, like, when you, if, it, if it's extremeness on either side, it's going to sound like that. Like, if you talk to somebody that's, like, a white person and they're, like, extremely about, like, things for white people mm-hmm. or whatever like that, yo, it's going to sound like that, like, clan rhetoric or whatever. But if you talk to a black person and they're super, they're going to have, like, the same kind of rhetoric at the end of the day. It's just going to be for black people. Any kind of extremist. <laughs> yeah. I say that about, like, <laughs> dog, my... My homeboy got a word for uh for uh women that's really into that you know that oh, I'm a strong woman, yeah. motherfuckers like that. He call them feminazis. <laughs> that's the word though. That's the internet shit though. See, like it makes sense yeah. though, cause like first off, I'm gonna say this dog. I don't think black women have any reason to be a feminist. Like that feminism shit is for white women dog. It's for white women because like, okay. Let me explain, because I know you're thinking, like, this nigga crazy. Nah. But it's like, <laughs> it's like, bro, black women literally have no reason to hate black men. Like, we ain't never beef with them ever before. <laughs> so, like, now why do you just up and decide, oh, I hate black men. All black men ain't shit. Nigga, where the fuck <laughs> did that come from? I mean, that that's always been around and niggas ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. That's Some of us been... ain't shit. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Some of us ain't shit. But you can't just put us all in a bubble and be like, oh, all men ain't shit. No, that's not true. But That's where that feminazi think, shit come from. Yeah, yeah. That that part, if it's that, like you're saying, to the, the feminazi extreme, but I think it's like basic feminism is just like, Wanting to have, like, the same type of... Be able to do the same things and, and be judged the same way. And see, that I agree with, day. though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
if a nigga send dick pics, he's just like being with a nigga. But if a bitch sending pussy pics to everybody, she like, oh, whoa, that bitch out there, boy. <laughs> Why are you just trying Bruh, to get pussy can we talk away? about that a little bit, dog? <laughs> bro, like, my homeboy, he posted on Twitter and he was like, bro, y'all niggas got to be some different type niggas that just be sending random bitches dick pics. <laughs> bro, bro, have you ever did that before? Be nah, honest, it's the same nah, place. It's the same place. I've never, I've never done no, no random. I done <laughs> sent a pic after I was asked for a pic. You know oh, what I'm okay, saying? Okay, okay, like, okay. I ain't never just gonna like be like, yo, what's up? Here's my dick. Like, yo, <laughs> yo, I seen a girl say that. Like, she was like, yo, would you like go into a bar and like do that shit? Then what make you think? I yo, think the some internet? niggas would. <laughs> like we was talking about Joe earlier. I've seen Joe do shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Some niggas will. Bruh, honestly, I've never sent I've never sent a girl my dick pic before. Like ever, dog. I done had some acts and I just was like, nah, I don't, I don't do that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I always have this fear of like Is this um, shit gonna get leaked and shit? Yes. <laughs> Bruh, I have a big phobia of being famous and waking up with my dick all over the internet. I have this huge phobia because I remember being young and like um I got like, I went through a phase where I used to record myself fucking all the time. I think every kid did. <laughs> well, probably not every kid, but my sister did. I definitely did. You, you had to be a little bit fly to get a bitch like, really, like, yeah. <laughs> to knowingly record. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, you know, I thought I was that guy. I used to go to school proud. Like, nigga, look what I did this weekend. You know what I'm saying? Playing it on the screen in the in the uh, school goddamn IT building and shit. I was tripping, bro. Mm. But I remember somebody asking me, like, um... Bruh, if TMZ came up to you tomorrow and offered you like 10 bands, bruh, would you goddamn sell them the video? And I remember thinking like, <laughs> the only way that could be possible is if this person gets famous. So let's say I had a video, a dick pic I sent to a girl when I was young and I fuck around and, you know, I blow up doing some shit and she just leaks my shit on the internet, bruh. Like, that's a big phobia I have, so that's why I'm on some shit. You could always spin that, though, either way, honestly, at that point. You could say it's not true. Yeah, that's true. You could say it's not, as long as ain't no face The baby said it wasn't him. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? He said it wasn't him, but I I wouldn't want my dick all over the internet, dog. And then I just think it's creepy. Like, bro, the whole, like, like, how do you do it? Like, do you try to, like... Get her to arouse you while you're texting. <laughs> and then, like, do you send it to her where it's, like, on chub? Or do you send it to her when it's, like, fully erect? Like, I don't, I don't even know how you go through the process of it. I, 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 I'll go with fully erect. That's the only... That's it? Just fully say, erect? Yeah. And sometimes maybe, like, a remote or something for a size preference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a size reference and then, and so good, like, then, in, in the right light and you need some good light and you know <laughs> so then how do you like what angle do you take it from do you take it from like the 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 POV angle or do you take it from the side <laughs> you know what I'm saying the POV like bro alright yeah. I'm about to tell you a funny story dog this shit funny as hell bro alright so one time um this nigga Damo I talked about this on my podcast before. <laughs> Damo is really into those dating sites. <laughs> like POFs and Tenders. He's banned from Tinder. Oh, God. He actually <laughs> called me today and said he tried to get back on Tinder and they banned his ass again. What, what is he doing? I don't know, bro. He made a whole new profile. They banned this nigga again. <laughs> but he put Joe on that shit. Oh, so Joe was God. on there. You know, this is Joe's first time on there. <laughs> and Joe was showing me this girl. 
And he was like, man, bro, this bit mounted up, bro. Look at these pictures, Slim. I'm looking at the pictures. I'm like, damn, Shawty actually straight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she's straight. And then he was like, man, this bitch just keeps sending me these pictures and shit, bro. I said, bro, she's sending you these shits because, goddamn, y'all having phone sex. You be, I, I said, bro, I know you sent to the hammer. And nigga was like, nah, I ain't even sending nothing. I said, Joe. So he told me to read the messages. I read the messages. Click the pictures and shit. I said, Joe, so if I go to the left, you ain't going to have no dick pics on here. He said, hell nah, just pictures of her. Bro, I swiped to the left. My nigga was in the mirror, in this bathroom mirror up here, <laughs> in my crib, turned to the side with his baggy ass uh, uh, black tee on, holding his dick with the left hand and taking the picture from the side in the mirror, bro. I was like, bruh, I said, dog, this is the grossest dick pic I ever thought of in my life, bruh. Not only is you showing me your dick, like I asked you, <laughs> but then you did it in my crib. I clearly asked this nigga. I said, bruh, you ain't got no dick pics in here. He said, hell no, nah, nigga, I ain't seen that bitch no dick pic. Bruh, when I seen that shit, I just bust out laughing. That nigga passed out. He was laughing so hard. That nigga was like, bruh, you know I was just playing. I said, nah, bitch, I know you said that shit. But yeah, bro, you got to be a different kind of creep to goddamn just send a random bitch a dick pic. Yeah, bro. random dick pics is definitely weirdo shit. That's... What kind of mindset you think they have when they do it? You think they'd be like, oh, she definitely going to fuck when she see this. <laughs> 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 like, they be on some shit like, uh... I don't even know because I can't really rationalize. Like, this how this how I'm going to lead. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo. <laughs> it's kind of like the strategy to a boxing match. Like, um, instead of coming in, like, warming up with the jab and then, and, and then throw the hook, I'm going to just come in with the, with the, with the, with the goddamn knockout punch. As soon as they ding the bell, I'm coming with the goddamn flying knee kick. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming with the flying knee kick, nigga. I'm busting in like Connor with the fucking, with the fucking shoulder shots. Like soon as the bell go ding, that's the mindset you gotta have to send that to send that dick pic, hey. just randomly. Just randomly, random. Now that older random pussy pic scare me because I'm like, bitch, why? Why is you just randomly sending your pussy? Like this is like I ain't I ain't <laughs> never had I ain't never had no girl send me a random a random pussy pic. Not oh, excuse me, not no random girl. Yeah. Are we talking about random girls or yeah. like somebody you didn't with just random girls? Yeah, yeah I, I ain't never had that, bro. Yeah. That that'll be extra weird. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That you'd be like, oh, what? It's kind of it's kind of it's kind of weird to to like think of like both sides, like dealing with something as a man and dealing with something as a woman. I'm gonna be honest, like, uh, like a woman getting a dick pic that sounds scary as fuck to me. <laughs> but as a man, me getting a, a a random bitch sending me a pussy pic, it's like. It's just awkward. <laughs> you know like, what why? Saying? What did she want? What are you? Yeah. <laughs> and like, why did you send me that? And I, dog. <laughs> you said it's sexual assault when a nigga do it right there. You said yeah. that nigga like, nigga, whoa, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's aggressive. <laughs> and you know, men, men are naturally more aggressive. So it's like, you kind of could see a nigga just sending a random girl a dick pic. But a woman sending a pussy pic randomly, it's like... What's up with you, Shawty? <laughs> like you say hi, and she send that back. You're like, oh, whoa. Yeah. I think it's it's stupid. It'd probably be a random when they would send random pics that would get excited. It'd be like, all right, baby, let's go. Rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> and it don't work like that. <laughs> Bruh, 
I remember one time uh, when I was in school, I think it was homecoming. I had went to this house party, and it was late as fuck at night. It wasn't even that many people in there. And it was this girl in the house party, bro. This bitch was fine as fuck. I'm talking about she looked like Kim Kardashian. Like, she was fine. And I walked in. I said, what's up to some people? I walked to the kitchen. I think it was me. It was, like, me and, like, three other people. I think it was, like, Serge and some other people. Um, TJ was with me. And um, what happened? I think we went in the kitchen, and I start rolling a blunt. And then she walks in the kitchen. She walks by everybody in the kitchen, and she walks up to me, and she whispers in my ear and goes, hey, do you want to go to the room with me and fuck? I just looked at her and was like, what? Mm-hmm. And then my nigga Serge looked at her and was like, bitch, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking the same shit because I'm like, bro, this bitch is too fine to just be walking up to me talking about some do you want to go fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Either this bitch thinking I got money because how I walked in here mm-hmm. or this bitch goddamn got AIDS. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it couldn't have been nothing else. Either she thinks I got money and she want to set me up mm-hmm. or this bitch got AIDS. Mm-hmm. That's just how I'm thinking because like, Bro, what's the odds of like a, a fine ass bitch coming up to you and just wanting to smash like that? It's well, like going about it those like that way. Right, like so direct. Low. It's very low. Especially like you That's know That's how it be though, like when, when you say them random shit, it's like it ain't no Denzel Brad Pitt looking motherfucker that's sending random dick pics. Like, yeah. you know, that ain't happening. Like, exactly. Chicks probably wouldn't be as mad if that's what it was. It's pity niggas and it was all well-sized penises and it was all good yeah. and all that shit. Attached to a nigga with abs? Nah, it's the ugly nigga with the catty face. You're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> the 50 Tyson looking nigga. 50 Tyson looking nigga sending a dick pic talking about some girl what's up. I wonder if my nigga Damo ever just sent a random dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> you think he has though? I don't know. I'm about to call him. Hell man. God. <laughs> <laughs> what you think? You got to guess which one. You think he did it or not? I, I, th- I don't know. Maybe. Bro, I'm about to call this nigga. You say maybe. I feel like he has. Yeah. Hey, Damo. Yeah. I'm recording on my podcast. I got to ask you a question. Alright. Have you ever... Just sent a random bitch your dick pic. Like, just lay it with the dick pic. Nah. Mm. Have you ever thought about it? No. So, like, <laughs> what's what's the requirement for you to send a dick pic, though? I don't send dick pics. At all? Nah. Damo, you're lying. <laughs> I don't send dick pics, bro. So, so you ain't me. never sent a bitch a dick pic? So how'd you send it? Like, did she ask you for it and you send it? Nah, that bitch said goddamn that pussy like goddamn ten times. Then you got down send a dick. (laughs) What you send a dick and say? I was like, shit. (laughs) He's saying it with a dick, right? (laughs) So what she say back to you after you send a dick pic? That bitch be sitting in the eye like, God damn, what that bitch got a long truck, bitch. <laughs> you said it got a what truck? Uh, uh, so that bitch got a, that bitch like, damn, boy, you got a long truck, boy. You got a long truck. <laughs> the fuck is you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that bitch like, you got a long truck, boy. You got a goddamn big beat, uh, Fuck it, bro. Yo, I said dick twice, bro, dog. For real, I ain't, I'm gonna keep it a book. I gotta keep it a book. I said no more capping in 2020. I said the dick twice, mm-hmm. bro. That's it. But that shit ain't, I don't do that shit for real though, bro. That ain't ass, I ain't going for it. Oh, you done ate ass before though. I ain't never ate ass. 
Never in your life. Ever. I don't believe you, bro. I swear on everything, bro. I just ain't into the ass eating shit, bro. I just can't do it, bro. What's wrong with it? Like, what's the problem with eating ass? Nigga, I can't. You think I'm finna leave a bitch ass? Hell no. <laughs> I mean, I take some wild ass shit. You think I'm finna do Would you let a bitch eat his ass? Hell no, bro. Damo, would you let a bitch eat your ass? That can't happen either. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Damo, I remember one time, and you better not lie, bro. I remember one time, me and you was talking. It was back in the basement days. And you was like, ooh, boy, I love when a bitch eat my gooch. And I was like, eat your gooch? That's like the worst words to just pair together. Nah, bro, the bitch can't eat that ass, but the bitch can't lick the gooch, bro. The bitch lick the gooch straight, bro. Why you call it eating the gooch, though? Whatever you call that shit. <laughs> yeah. when, that, when that bitch attack the gooch, that shit is straight. But that eat that shit, hell nah, bro. That shit, I'm, I'm, I'm limited, bro. Boy, you hear that? All right, now I'm gonna call you back, dog. Yeah. That nigga, they're crazy, bro. Bro, what you think about eating ass? I eat ass. It's all. Yeah, it's all. I, no, I'm gonna be honest, dog. <laughs> if, if you down there eating pussy, like. You might as well just eat <laughs> That's just me. That's just how I think. I'm going to be honest. I don't eat neither one, bro. Hey. I, I don't, dog. Like, neither one? Nah, dog. Like, I, so I said. If you, not even if you got wifey? <laughs> nah, dog. I'm going to be honest, bro. I said I wasn't going to say this on my podcast, but I ain't never even ate pussy before, bro. Ever? Ever. Terrible, man. You gotta learn. No, dog. <laughs> and see, now I'm about to be 30 years old. I'm like, what if I do that shit and I'm just so trash, bro? Because that's probably what's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's awkward, dog. But I think the reason I never did it is because, like, I was never pressured to do it by somebody I fuck with. Like, growing up, every girlfriend I had was like, on some, like, I don't like that shit. It's, it's awkward, dog. Yeah, I know some girls like that. It's seeming less and less, though. Like, it used to be like, that's the thing now. But all yeah. the female rappers, it's all about, what? Eat mm-hmm. this shit, eat that shit. Now every girl, like, nigga, go down there and eat yeah, this shit. Yeah, it's starting to get weird, right? Like, especially, like, I'm starting to see more women that don't like penetration. And it's like, nigga, so you just want a nigga to eat you out every day you don't like penetration? You might as well be gay. Now, but what if what if it was that? What if y'all joke were both just doing oral and she had some bomb ass head? That's all she wanted. She just wants you to give her some head, and she has some bomb ass head. That's all she wanted to do was suck you. Maybe fuck every now and then, but yo, the head so head bombing in some pussy that you don't have before. You like, <laughs> um. That's weird, dog. Cause it's like <laughs> I feel like it gotta be my bitch, though. If it's not my bitch, I'm definitely yeah, not yeah, doing yeah. that nah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I wouldn't say that on like no like random ass. You know what I'm saying? Cause even then, like on random club dates, it's like you you don't wanna that yeah. that one night stand. You don't really wanna give her no head. Cause bro, like <laughs> eating a girl out is is way more personal than like a girl giving you head. Like a girl give you head, like. I I'm, think that's just like this the standard that we go by though, cause like you don't know what this nigga dick been all day. You feel yeah. this shit in your mouth, like. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel you. It's more. I think it's more personal, cause of how you think of a pussy, how you think of yeah. vagina, like you know what I'm saying. You thinking of it like the moon, all this. You thinking of periods, all you thinking of everything that's associated with 
and being like, yo, I gotta go down there. But you, I think piss come out your dick. So it ain't, it ain't nothing but piss, though. You wipe it off. And move you see, you see, that's a nigga statement there, though. Know? Like, to a bitch, it's like, nigga, I don't want you pissing on off. She probably, she might not be fucking with sucking dick like that, but she might just be like, well, shit. I know this gonna get that nigga hard so I can get my nut off. <laughs> hey, ain't nothing wrong with a little head, man. But when we do it, it's a little more personal, dog. And it's like, ah, nah, dog. Like, I gotta fuck with you, dog. It's kinda like, it's kinda like when a girl give you head and then she go to kiss you afterwards. It's like, you don't wanna do it, but you do it so you can show her, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with my dick. I know my dick is clean. <laughs> I know my dick is clean, so I'm going to kiss you after this. You know what I'm saying? Oh or you go to kiss her to show her, like, yeah, I fuck with you. I still kiss you after you suck my dick. <laughs> At least that's how I view it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how I, I view it, bro. You, but if it's like, honestly, if it's like a random, and this ain't no war, like, but like back in the day, I would it would have been a dog. Like it would have yeah. been nothing. Like would have gave me some head and got no kiss. It just. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I, I still got, don't like, like that shit. I only got one chick I really fuck with, so it's like it ain't. No, yeah. like and that's how it would probably usually be. Like even if like me and Shorty start falling out, it would probably still be like one. You know, as opposed to yeah. like multiple, so like it wouldn't be none of like the extra questionable shit. The shit you can't never know, like you know what I'm saying, what they doing on the side, anything like that. But if you feel, you know that trust is there, then you could do whatever, whatever, and I not feel, really think about. I it feel like the same that. way on that shit. Um, I think I think Donmore let a bitch eat his booty though. <laughs> I think he was lying, bro. For sure, dog. I had a bitch eat my ass before. This shit you, one time. Shit. You let her though. <laughs> yeah, it was like whatever. Was whatever. it? Was it one of those surprising moments? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, okay, it was okay. Like, she was like, yo, so how did she ass. go about this? How did she go about this? <laughs> she was giving me some head. She was just licking the balls, but it kept going lower. <laughs> did like, you like it? Huh? Did you like it? Yeah, yeah. It was like it was a little sensation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, see, that's the scary part. That's the scary part because it's like. What if she do it and you like it? It's <laughs> kind of like... Now you gay. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was just saying that about something like... Hold on. First off, I had a girl try to try to eat my ass before too, dog. And it caught me off guard. And I freaked out and I snapped. I just... I'm just not comfortable with it. But earlier, I was telling my homeboy, it's like... It's kind of like about questioning your sexuality. Because we was talking about uh, a stud bitch. Because he was telling me about this stud bitch. Or whatever, and Shawty kind of liked me. Yeah. So um, what had happened? Um, I was telling him I was like, you know, the scary thing, and this a while back I used to think of this. The scary thing about you fuck with a stud bitch is um, she takes her clothes off, and that's the moment you find out she has this amazing body. So you're naturally attracted to her, and you end up fucking her, and you go in on her, right? The next day you see her, this is after you done fucked her and you know she was very attractive when she was butt ass naked. The next day you see her and shawty sagging her pants with a with a forty ounce beer in her hand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so now it's kinda like you questioning your sexuality because it's like why you bruh, think that's weird? Why did that arouse you last night? And now like she looks like a boy and you're like, uh, 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you think that's where, like, if you see a stud chick and she's still pretty, dressed up in, like, in, like, boy clothes or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? Dressed up in men's clothes and you still think she's pretty, you think that's, like, a questionable thing? Like, now you, like, um, Nah, not at all. Because, honestly, dog, I'm attracted to women. So, like, there's women that I see that dress like boys, and I'm like, this is a very cute girl. <laughs> no matter what. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, let's be honest, dog. You're probably going to disagree, bro. And I was saying this the other day. Young May is a pretty girl. Yeah. Have, have you ever seen uh, old videos of her before? Yeah. I seen, I seen a picture of her and her mama back in the day. She had a dress on. She yeah. was very pretty. Yeah. So, like... I just said this the other day. I was watching her music video, and I was like, this girl can really rap, but I just, I can't take her serious 100% because she got titties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like she talking this gangster shit, and that shit is flowing, bro. But, like, every every 30 seconds, I just look down and notice she got titties. So she can't, so, like, would you see, if you seen, like, Stoop from off the wire, you would look at her and think like that, though? I don't think she's a pretty girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the difference. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, that's the difference. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, oh, okay, you know, yeah, I see you, my nigga. She can still be thuggish. Like, yeah. yeah, but yeah. still at the end of the day, I'm one of them type people where I still see a woman though. Yeah. Like, um, like I was telling Blue on our last podcast, I was like, I was like, bro, even if your son's gay, like, he's still a man at the end of the day, and you have to raise him like a man. Yeah. So, even when I see a stud, I'm like, you're still a woman. Like, you still have periods and shit. I've seen, I seen a, a meme earlier. It was like, it was like, I don't care if I'm a dyke. I ain't no man. Don't ask me to move no refrigerator. <laughs> like, no, 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 hey, hey, bro, that's how they be, like. They go to the club and got them want to pay five because hey. women get in for five. And it's like, nah, my nigga, you about to stand in line and pay ten, yo, just I like was, us. I was at, at Cream one night and nigga was like that because it was a chick and she was definitely dressed up, baggy clothes and all that. He was like, when he said separated the line and she went to the female side, he like, man, y'all kill me, man. Because <laughs> now you get like the female benefits of. Yeah, it's kind of like you get the you get the best of both worlds. That shit ain't fair. My nigga, that shit ain't even fair if you all. a gay nigga, the gay nigga can't go to the girl side. Yeah. Like, yeah. Unless he unless he trans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's where lines get shaky because like I don't know though. Trans trans people are real sensitive, bro. Like super sensitive. That hey, shit's crazy. Man. It's been a lot though, like I think certain things though, like it's been like a lot of abuse over the years. But so it's, it's but it's getting real it's getting a lot better for them though. <laughs> it's getting better. It slowly gets better for everybody. I hate like, <laughs> I hate when people compare like like the gay struggle to the black struggle. That's just annoying <laughs> for me, dog. Cause it's like, bruh. <sighs> They ain't go through as much. Nah, bro. They don't. See, and it, I'm trying to, like, watch my words on this topic because <laughs> I remember a girl told me stop talking about gay topics <laughs> since I ain't gay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I've been trying to, like, avoid it. But it's like you That's can't it. help it, bro. Gay and female topics, you should usually probably leave to, to the gay and the females, you know? Especially <laughs> the females when it. I got a lot of shit I want to say about females, but I be trying to be quiet because I just don't want to be that guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... 
Bruh, I be having some hot takes when it comes to females. <laughs> like, I think I put one online. I made a promo video about how women give horrible gifts. <laughs> and they was on it. It's funny because, like, I had a lot of females hitting me up telling me how, nah, I give amazing gifts. And they were telling me the type of gifts they give. And I was like, oh, that's what's up. But in my head, I'm like, bitch, those are horrible gifts. <laughs> what were they saying? <laughs> Typical shit. You Like, shit you can guess. Like, Jordans and Nike socks and shit. <laughs> like, that's a horrible gift. Like, nigga. Bro, look. I'm, I'm going to tell you. I grew up loving Jordans. I done had hundreds of pairs of Jordans. Um, if you give me a pair of Jordans for my birthday, I'm just going to look at you and say thank you. <laughs> and the bitch is gonna go in the closet with the other thirty pair of Jordans in my fucking closet. You know what I'm saying? It, it, yeah, it's different. Like if she don't, if 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 she got you like some like super rare exclusive Jordans, it's still the same for me, bro. Cause like <laughs> it's always a thought that counts, right? So yeah. it's like there's no thought behind buying me a pair of Jordans. I, I don't know. If it's them rare pair, it might be with certain colorways and shit. It might be some. But see, to then that. I'ma think Shawty's stupid because it's like, why did you just go and spend five hundred dollars on sneakers? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bitch, you could have took me to fucking Mexico, <laughs> and you just spent five hundred dollars on some fucking sneakers. <laughs> the fuck was you thinking, bro? That's something else I regret when I was young. <laughs> After um, was it? I think before I start going to Georgia Southern, um. Yo, pops fired me. Mm. And I was getting unemployment. Bruh, I used to spend my unemployment checks on Jordans. <laughs> like, every time a pair of Jordans came out, I would buy the Jordans with my with my unemployment check. Yeah. That was the <laughs> stupidest shit in the I world. I went to the club on unemployment checks before. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it, isn't like it crazy what we do with the, with, with the system? <laughs> with we the be cheating money. the hell out of the system too, bro. Especially that money free. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Though. I think I was I think I was getting unemployment checks for like a year. <laughs> if it wasn't a year, it was like 10 months, bro. And I was spending that money on the dumbest shit in the world, bro. And I was working. Um, Oh, you ain't supposed to say that out loud, are you? Was that? I was about to say I I was working um under the table, <laughs> <laughs> but I was, bro. So that shit crazy, bro. We spent money on some stupid, but yeah, bro. That's not a thoughtful gift. Um, <laughs> so stews at all ain't a thoughtful gift. You feel? Is it? It might really, be because you're not like you don't have no sense of like material stuff. If you're not materialistic, then no material ain't really gone. But you know, I am materialistic, (laughs) but it's like, at least put a little bit of thought into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if I do like shoes, excuse me, don't get me wrong. Some niggas love shoes. Buy him his favorite pair of shoes. You know, that yeah. that's fine. But see, me, <laughs> I just... Buy him some rare bottoms. He's going to be appreciative if you buy him some rare yeah. bottoms. Yeah, but you this know... This nigga might not, but all the other yeah, niggas not in the me. world. He, he, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> something more... Something just a little more thoughtful. Like, okay, like a woman, you can buy her a bag. I mean, that's what they like. They yeah. like bags. Like, us, it's kind of like, just put a little bit of thought into it. <laughs> I you used to try to talk to you before I think that's the thing too sometimes girls try to make it be a surprise and it just be like mm. yeah and I hate them, surprises too to them that's, that's cool cause that's thoughtfulness like you know what I'm saying <laughs> like that, that's a big difference I can see like yo some people do and some people don't but I feel like a lot more girls like they like to be surprised 
Yeah. Than it's supposed to a lot more guys. They but bro, listen to this though. Here's the negative of that. Let's say it's your girl birthday. You surprise her with a trip to Rome. Yeah. You got the rose petals at the hotel. You done you done got them brought her her favorite perfumes. Um, you done got some very thoughtful gifts for her. Um, you done fucking took her on the on a cruise ship with all her best friends there. Oh, now it's your birthday. Yeah. She done she done brought you them hundred and eighty dollar pair of Jordans that came out that every nigga at the club <laughs> got on. Come on, See, bro. That now, don't, that yeah, don't even... now in that case, yeah. Yeah, that's not... <laughs> and that's what I mean by like buying the Jordans. It's like, bitch, I just took you to Rome and you brought me the fucking Jordans that everybody got on in the club. Yeah, yeah, like, nah, come on, that's man. different. You, you got the. It's like when you see Beyonce and Jay Z, they both done got crazy birthday gifts for each yeah. other. Yeah, like, so it gotta be if it's that level. But most niggas ain't taking no trips to Rome. They. If anything, they take any shorty to Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's say Myrtle Beach then. You take your shorty to Myrtle, uh, uh, fucking Myrtle Beach, and then goddamn, she can take you to Charleston. That be fair. Would that be fair? I don't know. Charleston Fuck ain't quite no. the same. Hell Charleston no. cool, but it ain't the same as Myrtle Man, Beach. Man, Charleston ain't hitting. Myrtle Beach is kind of expensive. <laughs> and Myrtle Beach is actually a good vacation spot. People in Augusta don't appreciate it because it's so close to us. But like people in uh in um other places, they love Myrtle Beach. Yeah, like outside of when you leave, like outside of the South, Myrtle Beach is definitely like one of those things that people still know. Like how mm-hmm. people know Atlanta, people know Charleston, Myrtle Beach. You know, yep. some people might know Savannah. I don't really know Augusta. If they do, she was for golf. He'd be like, oh, if you explain the Masters to them, then they'll be like, oh, I know. Lil Wayne talked about the Masters on, on his interview with Drink Champs today. Did he? And he did not know where the fuck it was. He <laughs> said, it's in Georgia. It's not in one of those places like Atlanta. It's like one of those places that's not in Atlanta. <laughs> and everybody was like, Nori was like, it's not in Atlanta. Then where is it? <laughs> what else is in Georgia? And then somebody <laughs> in the background was like, Augusta. And Wayne was like, yeah, it's Augusta. <laughs> nigga been to the masters and don't know what the fuck Augusta is ain't that crazy like you travel so much and you don't know like the places you've been cause like you I just mean, keep going everywhere that's Wayne though he probably don't know a lot <laughs> I think somebody told me that Wayne said he don't even remember doing the song I feel like dying I could see that because honestly dog when I was watching that interview Wayne looks like shit <laughs> he obviously be on a lot of drugs, bro. I'm gonna do a video on this on YouTube on Monday. I mean, but... He said he uh, <laughs> slowed down. Nah, yeah, I, I don't ain't believe gonna it. Lie. He, he don't be looking as good as he did. When he no, was he looks like shit. Don't look as clean and he got whatever. tattoos all over his face now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit's I bad. Him, I seen him like a year or two ago. Yeah, and now like it's like some of his dreads is like they thinning out and he's trying to hold on to it it's time to <laughs> chop that shit yeah Wayne Wayne is down bad it's crazy bro that's how that, that's how we know we getting old like all our friends that had kids when 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 we was in high school their kids are 16 and 18 and shit now <laughs> our fucking idols is all fucking old as fuck and retiring and shit <laughs> who, who, who you know that we went to high school with they got 16 I guess I, I got a homeboy. I got a homeboy that got a uh, that got a little girl he had when we was like nineteen, and now she's like what, like like eleven. Now she's twelve, and I seen her on Facebook. He posted her, and I was just like, "Bruh, I remember the <laughs> day he brung her home, yeah. and now she's twelve with a fucking cell phone. Like yeah. it's just awkward. Yeah. It's like, bruh, it make you feel old. He is old. 
Like if you went to a <laughs> you went to a teen club right now, they gonna look at you like this nigga fucking R. Kelly ass nigga. <laughs> I told I told my homeboy that today because I went out last night and for some reason I went to Alicast. Alicast is normally like you know a mixed spot. Like um, yeah. there's like older people and there's also younger people. Well, last night there was nothing but older people. <laughs> and for some reason, me and my homeboy walked in there. And all the, like, older women kept coming up to us trying to holler at us. Mm. And I remember one came up to me. I'm standing at the bar taking shots with somebody. And she looked at me and was like, you guys are sexy lips. She was drunk <laughs> as hell. And I was like, oh, okay. And I, like, walked away from her. And she was like, what, you scared of me? How old you <laughs> is? And I was like, 29. And she was like, nigga, 29? She was like, nigga, I'm 52. She was like, what? You young as fuck. <laughs> and that's when I started thinking. I, I told my homeboy this morning, I was like, I was like, bro, we at that weird age, bro. <laughs> like, we're, dog, we're in that age group where, like, if we go out to, like, a spot that's mainly, like, 21-year-olds, like, studio, if we go out somewhere like that, like, we kind of old. This is kind of <laughs> looking at us like... Man, these old ass niggas. But if we go out to an older spot, they like, man, this little young ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that weird, like 30 is that weird in-between age. It's like you're too young to do this, but you're too old to do this. Yeah, if you especially if you're 30 and you ain't got it like all together and shit. Yeah. Cause a lot of people insecure about turning 32 because of that. Yeah, because you got to think, when you was 20, 21, you was looking at everybody 30 like, man, Hell they ain't yeah. got their shit together at 30. What's wrong with them? Like, what did they do wrong? They did something wrong. Like, you know? <laughs> bro, I remember I remember being 16, 17, and me and Joe used to pick on niggas that was like 20, 21, and we used to call them niggas old heads and be like, nigga, you, you bum ass old nigga. And we used to tell each other, like, bro, we ain't gonna be nothing like them niggas when we 21. You know what I'm saying? We was 16, not even knowing 21, young as fuck, nigga. It's right around the corner, right? Yeah, we not even knowing it, bro. That's kind of how I feel about rappers looking at Lil Wayne, too. Like, they don't even know that, like, they're going to be there one day. Like, and they keep using drugs like him. They're going to look like him also. Who knows? They didn't do that or go out bad. Go out real bad. A lot of them niggas is going out bad, too. Like, already. Did you listen to Wayne's album? I haven't listened to it. I heard. (laughs) I think I... Heard one person say it was good. I heard a lot of people say it wasn't that good. My review is gonna already be out by the time this comes out, so uh, I'm definitely. I'll let you know now. That shit is not good. <laughs> oh, expected to be good. Wayne never had that 07, 08 magic. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's weird too. Like I seen, I seen one of my homeboys tweet and said something like he was like, you know, the bars are there. But Wayne just can't make a song anymore. And I was like, that that explains the album perfectly. Like, bro, because I was trying to figure it out while I was listening to it. I was like, bro, he's rapping. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's making sense. But the song is just off. <laughs> so when he said that, it made sense because it's like. Bro, the hooks are just garbage. Mm-hmm. The beats are good. Yeah. The hooks are just garbage. And it's mm-hmm. like... It just seems forced like, now. It's like when you like a battle rapper be trying to make an album or whatever. Yeah, it sounds just like that. See, you hit it on the head, bro. It sounds just like that. Because a lot of battle rappers be garbage, bro. <laughs> trying to make songs. Oh, they be so, so garbage. And they be so cocky with it and be garbage. Mm. 
And yeah, I think too, like when we, I think when everybody was in love with Wayne, really, that's what he was doing. He wasn't really making songs. He was freestyling. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the Carter Two had songs, but he also there had was some freestyles on there too. Shit. Yeah, but he also had many first too when he did that. So like he put the, I feel like he put the song part together more. I don't know what he got going on now, though. But like, by the, after like after the Carter Three, that was like the last like. And even then, like, this uh, Card 3, it still was like that. It was like he got, they just had the right producers. Everybody wanted to work with him at that time. Yeah. So, like, it's like going in the studio with, like, a Kanye or somebody. He going to, like, cater to your flow. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to cater to the beat. They going to make the beat and produce it all so that it go well. Yeah, this shit right here went in, though. <laughs> And the song that people like, I think he he got a song on there called Harden or something. Mm-hmm. That shit ain't hitting to me neither. <laughs> it's all right though. Then he got one more like I think it's like a wobbly wobbly. That put shit. Bounce song on yeah, there. bro, another bounce song. <sighs> from New Orleans, man, that's they song. I mean, that's cool, bro. <laughs> it's it's just all over the place, and like it's funny because Nori asked him, "Will it be an album or a playlist?" And he said, "Oh no, this is an album. This is my album." Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I had already heard the album when I was seeing the interview. And I'm thinking like, no, nigga, that shit sounds like a playlist. Mm-hmm. Like, it don't sound like you went in there with so nothing in mind. <laughs> What's the difference between the album and the playlist? A playlist is like just a mixture of songs. The album is supposed to flow well together. Mm-hmm. Like, an album is supposed to have cuts. So, like, <laughs> it's supposed to be like tracks. And you can tell where they're cutting and, and like, going to the next song that's leading to the next story. Yeah. Like... Roddy Rich's album. That's the last like good complete album I I probably heard yeah. lately. Yo Gotti album was good too, but it just came out Friday. I haven't like got all the way through it. That was a good one. But Roddy Rich shit like flowed well. Like it the transitions to songs was just perfect. Like I'm not saying the album compares, but the transitions yeah. of, of the album reminded me of Good Kid Mad City. Okay. Like you remember? I was gonna say that was the last, and I'm thinking the album is probably damn is like the last one that like flowed. Well yeah, that I heard. and you know how like Kendrick be doing those transitions where like it sounds like the record needle was going up then going down, <laughs> and like it's switching into the skit and the skit is low. Yeah. Then the album comes. I mean, the song comes right in on time. Yeah, Roddy Rich had that going on too. Yeah, I don't think he had any skits though. He had this weird thing he did where he was. I don't even know how to explain it. When he was switching songs, he was doing this little weird thing. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called or what he was going for. It's weird. I know he was mad at the Breakfast Club for uh, not knowing, like not noticing that. And it's mm-hmm. like, bro, you're you're artistic, bro. The rest of us don't care about that shit. We just want to hit the box. <laughs> just turn the box on, my nigga. Yeah, you, think the rest gonna, of us. you think he got a future? Rowdy going to be around for a while? I think so. You think so? I think so, dog. I think he's very talented. Like, most of the time, you know, it's kind of hard to tell who's going to be here now, who's going to be here later, because honestly, the way music is, I don't know where music is going to go from here, <laughs> but I definitely think he got a future. It's a lot of people I don't think got a future. <laughs> like, I was just talking to somebody about all these female rappers and the surplus in female rappers. I'm like, bro. You don't think they got a future? Fuck no. <laughs> like, my homeboy tried to argue me to death that Meg was going to be here for a long time. I'm like, bro, Meg isn't going to be here later, bro. I don't Oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. My bad, my bad, my bad. We was arguing. He told me she wasn't going to be here by the end of the year. I told him, no, she's going to be here by the end of the year. Oh, yeah, but she's yeah, not yeah. going to be here for years, though. Yeah, I don't know. Out of all, out of, 
all the female rappers, I think, if, if anybody's going to stick around, I think her and Lizzo are the two probably biggest standouts. Lizzo, Lizzo a pop singer. I can see her falling off, though. Yeah. Um, Meg, though, the thing Meg got going on right now that'll definitely have her here for at least the next two to three years is not only can she actually rap, like genuinely rap, she has that she has that confident sex appeal that women crave. Yeah. Women love that confidence, like the <laughs> confidence of being a hoe. Women <laughs> love that. They just need an excuse to do hoe shit. <laughs> I'm just being honest, bro. Like I'm not trying to sound like a sexist, but yeah. that's just what women like, bro. <laughs> they they like, you know, being confident and being a hoe, bro. They want an excuse to like just do some hoe shit. Like, okay, think about all the girls you know that's real like nice and conservative and like they literally wait every year till their birthday so they can post a twerking video. Mm-hmm. They want to do that shit every day. But they wait till their birthday so they got a reason to post that twerking video. I'm going to be honest. If you want to post a twerking video, just post it. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't like my girlfriend to post a twerking video. That's just her one day out the year. She could just let loose. If that's what you want to do, just do it. That's me, bro. But of course, like I said, I wouldn't want my girlfriend posting twerking videos because I don't see the point of it. But (laughs) I'm a man also, so I'm not supposed to understand it. Yeah, I think it's just uh, you just want to see yourself show out. If you could dance in general, <laughs> but they can't dance. They yeah. just put their hands on their knees and start shaking their asses. Some of them don't even got no ass. I was gonna say some people can't and can't twerk. It don't take much though. It's kind of it like take much to do it okay, but to do it like really good, then yeah. Ain't no yeah, t- ain't too many people twerk team twerking out there. That ain't I seen I seen a bitch on Twitter named Doja Cat. Oh yeah, and yeah. I was like, I don't know what the fuck a Doja Cat is, but I want that shit. Oh, uh, Doja rapper too. <laughs> oh, she rap? Yeah. Oh, cause I just seen her twerking. Yeah, yeah. See, you this never, is weird, bro. We in a weird time. That, you never heard that song? If you can see it from the front, wait till you see it from. Yeah, that's, that's her. Doja, yeah, that's. Doja. Oh okay. And she did that other song that uh, that movie video was her. The cow <laughs> shit. Yeah, bitch, I'm a cow. <laughs> that's Doja. <laughs> That motherfucker was fine too. Oh, yeah. I ain't gonna she, lie. She thick as hell. Is she fine? Yeah, she was fine in that cow video. I was like, this shit head ass, but this bitch but fine she, in this video. <laughs> but she definitely shot out as well. But she cool. No, that's just like I seen something online. Somebody was like, "What's your favorite uh, Rihanna song?" I reposted that shit. I said, "Nigga, I don't fucking listen to Rihanna. That bitch just fine as fuck." <laughs> Rihanna do make good music. I just no, I don't no, listen to yeah. that shit though. I think I listen. I got the one album, the one, the last. Yeah, it had to be the. It was the. I think it was the last one. Was the anti shit. I ain't never listened to her shit before. Like when I'm around women and they're playing it, that's when I hear it. I listen to all stuff. Like when I when I was in Colombia too, when I really wasn't like going out, that's when I really started listening to like everything. Like yeah, all facets of music. Cause like from the females, I, I still like even though it ain't me, I can feel the emotion when they say like it's a good Mary J. Blige song. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, that you know, pain music. Yeah, yeah. Plus I got now, I like I don't talk to females and I heard their stories and hear that side of them. So like I could I can feel the emotion. It ain't necessarily what I'm playing every day, but Bruh, I can understand it all a little bit. Women more. are really good at expressing like that hurt. I mm. think I think us as men we deal with hurt a little different. Like it's kinda like I tell people all the time, us as men, like if we get hurt, we on some like 
Man, fuck bitches. I'm just about to get money and just <laughs> chill. You know what I'm saying? Women, they get hurt. They be depressed for like two weeks, bro. And then right back in another relationship. They heal like Wolverine. <laughs> they don't, I don't really think they heal, though. You, you don't know? think so? They just nah, keep going? Yeah, because it be like, unless you take some time, you don't really heal because you don't really think about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. Now you're in this relationship you probably still thinking of the other person, but you got somebody new, so you feel like they fill in a void. It's like... Rebounds. <laughs> Niggas do that rebound shit, too, though. Yeah, yeah, because everybody always that. Everybody trying to fill the void, especially if you had a relationship and it was like that, like you did everything together, all of that, and it was, it was something that you felt was real. Yeah. Like, you don't want to... Like, that's a feeling that you can't get out now. Like, that's something in your head that's always there. Bro, I put a video out with Blue on YouTube. It was about uh, low standards. Blue was talking about how he got very low standards for women. Yeah. <laughs> do you have low standards for women? Do I have low standards? Or, or do you even have a type when it comes to women? No. Nah. Like a certain type woman you like. Not not physical-wise, like a type woman like as far as like the characteristics of her. Do you have a type like that? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Really. You got to be more of a vibe. Oh, okay. Than like a type or anything like if we vibe like and then like I can I can see from there like you gotta be the vibe like are you on your your grind gotta be important to be more than anything like are you gonna yeah. get out there and get some money like are you self sufficient <laughs> I think Drake got a line he's like oh I got oh, I want an independent girl to feel like she need me. You know what I'm saying? I think I'll be doing that type of shit a lot of times. So that's what I kinda... But that is that, is, that, <laughs> that shit makes sense. But like, but saying, but doing that though, like you know what I'm saying? Like somebody that don't need you at all, but still fucks with you on that level, like they still need you or want you around. You know, it'd be more of that. Like, do you want me around? It's gonna be number one, and then it's gonna be like, yo. Actually, it's going to be number two because your grind and all that's going to be yeah. like really number one. Like, I'm going to be know? honest with you, TJ. <laughs> when you first started, I was like, oh, this nigga got low standards too. <laughs> but I'm with you now, though. I'm with you now. I don't know if you heard it, but this nigga Blue said straight up, he said, bro, if a bitch like me for me and she look good, I'm game. <laughs> I was like, bro, that bitch ain't gotta have her own spot. She ain't gotta know how to cook and clean. None of that shit. That nigga was like, nah, bro. Those are just preferences. <laughs> like, I mean, that that is extra. Like, yeah, that would be dope too. Like, if you find somebody like, yeah, just fuck with you for you. But at the same time, like me, I feel like long term that ain't gonna work. Cause yeah. if you just gonna be if you sitting on the couch, you ain't cooking, you ain't cleaning, and you ain't working. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> yeah, you can be. Even fucked. if she fine as fuck. Even if she fine as fuck. Even if we fucking every day, she sucking up as soon as I walk in the door. I'm gonna be sucking up, looking at the dishes, like and the dish still ain't clean up. Bro, I, I had a chick like that before, bro. I talked about it on my podcast. Um. A, a while before, but she was a very good looking girl. She used to have this thing in her head where she told me straight up, she was like, I never want you to leave the house unsatisfied. That was her thing. So, yeah. like, she always made sure she cooked, she cooked, had beer in the fridge, 
and sucked me up every day before I left the crib. <laughs> but the bitch was so head ass though, bro. You know what I'm saying? What was wrong with her? Bro, like, see, I ain't know it because I was young. I was 18 years old when I met the girl. So I, I ain't no shit like this. This is when you was in Kentucky? Yep. You know I mean? <laughs> this is when I was in Kentucky. But um, I ain't know at the time, like, especially now because I'm almost 30, but you kind of want a girl that's there for you, like, mentally. Like, I say it all the time. Like, women don't give a fuck about our feelings. You at least want a girl that pretend like she do. You know what I'm saying? Or at least one that'll talk to you about some shit. Like, a lot of bitches be butterheads, bro. They just be fine and just there. It's like, nigga, what's the point of me even having you here? You literally can't talk to me about shit. Like, I have a bad day, and you're just like... Oh, you want to go drink? That's how Charlotte used to be. Uh, I got you some Hennessy in there. Like, mm-hmm. bitch, I don't want no fucking Hennessy, bitch. You ain't hear what I just I said. I want to talk about my feelings. <laughs> nah, see, I ain't say all that. I ain't say all that. <laughs> that nigga TJ made me sound like a bitch. I ain't say all that. <laughs> I want to talk about my feelings. Nah, but for real though, bro, you get with a chick. And see, I, I ain't noticed it until I started dealing with girls that was like straight. You know what I'm saying? Like some girls that had some shit going on. And I was like, damn, there is some of y'all out here that like fuck with us. <laughs> like it ain't just head ass bitches that want to get drunk and party and shit. Yeah, nah, yeah. Some sophisticated. <laughs> Those yeah. are usually the ones that end up wiped up quick, though. That's, yeah. that's the ones that a nigga find and he don't do a ring on. It'd be, it be some cornball-ass nigga, and he ain't even... Corny <laughs> as hell, too, nigga. Corny, nigga. <laughs> but she, I think she feels safety in that nigga, too, though. Because you got to think, if you a female, and you fucking with some fly nigga, this nigga done wooed you off your feet and shit, you looking at this nigga like... This nigga can do this again. It is <laughs> like the cornball nigga you looking at like... He barely stand a chance. Like, man, I told. It'd be I told, worse though if you get played in the end though, because you get played by a cornball. <laughs> I told I told Damo that before. I told Damo I said I said I ain't gonna lie, dog. I'm about to tell you why bitches like you, bro. I was like, it ain't your looks because you ugly as fuck. <laughs> I said, bro, bitches like you because you make them feel comfortable. Like you make them laugh. Yeah. And um, they can take advantage of you and do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> That's why they like you. Like, let's be real, dog. <laughs> Bitch ass niggas is winning nowadays. That shit escalated. <laughs> I turned the knots fast, right? Good. <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> Bitch uh, niggas is winning. They feel comfortable. They laughing. And then they turn around and turn that shit on. <laughs> I can do anything with this nigga. <laughs> bro, they can do whatever they want to niggas like that, bro. <laughs> And they like that shit. It's like, bro, it's kind of like having a punching bag. Like, the good thing about punching bags is they don't punch back. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why females like my nigga, dog. That shit crazy, but that's the type of niggas that's in nowadays. Like, bitches want a nigga that still Facebook posts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the type of nigga that's in. I hate niggas that still Facebook posts. I'll be, I'll too, be stealing. <laughs> For real? I definitely no, like, TJ. If I see something funny, I'm going to share that shit. Nah, no, I'm talking about copy the, copy the post and paste it. I only do that if your shit ain't public and I think it's really Okay, hilarious. I'm fine with that though. Yeah. I'm fine with that. <laughs> if it ain't public, I can't already hit the share button. I'm like, oh man. And I never do it because I'm just lazy. I, yeah. I smoke too much. I forget. But I screenshot that bitch like I'm going to post it later. It just don't happen. 
Oh, so you were screenshotted and posted on your shit. It is. Okay, okay, okay. See, I'm talking about niggas that see somebody post something, copy it, paste it on their shit, and post it with the intentions of getting attention off of, off of that post <laughs> are hoping it goes viral. I'm talking about those type corny niggas. And a lot of niggas do that shit, bro. I mean, that's what half of any of your popular pages do, though. Like, if you follow World Star, any of them, like, they... They definitely take some. If it's a popular meme, you're going to see that bitch on there too as well. Oh, no, nah, I feel that though. Like, that's fine. I'm talking about these local jokers just <laughs> wanting to steal a fucking post. I don't see the point of that shit, dog. <sighs> if you talk to like these nerds I knew in uh, Colorado, they'd be like, everything comes from Reddit anyway. Everybody comes from what? All the good memes come from Reddit anyway. They're like, yo, by the time it hits, it's all. <laughs> Reddit usually starts at all. And I don't be on Reddit like that to know. I don't even know what the hell Reddit is. I'm gonna be you honest with you. You don't know what Reddit is? What is it? It's like, um, it's like where you go and you post like people post like forums and different stuff, and you could read about like almost anything you want to know on the internet. You could read about it on Reddit. Reddit. Yeah. Okay. I heard of it. I still don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, I probably shouldn't say this because they they all they took it away though. Now you used to be able to go there and watch like uh, NFL and uh, NBA games and stuff like that. Like it's like it's like right above dark web almost. It's Reddit. Like, oh damn! And Reddit will t- and Reddit actually can tell you like if you meet the right people on Reddit, they'll tell you how to get onto the dark web and all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's something we're supposed to be having. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have power to the people. Uh-huh. <laughs> power to the internet people. You know? <laughs> the Edward Stodens of the world. <laughs> Reddit. I definitely gotta check that Reddit out. Because I ain't never even. Yeah, I definitely gotta check that out. Yeah, bro. The internet is crazy as fuck, though, dog. Like I said, um. People stealing goddamn, people stealing posts, bitches wanting attention and shit. Like I was uh, saying saying about the twerking shit. Like, what the fuck is the point of the twerking shit? Oh, I know what I was going to say after the twerking shit. Um, this plastic surgery shit. <laughs> I seen a chick last night, bro. I ain't seen this chick in a long time. Last time I seen the chick, she was nice. She had a little weight to her. She had some ass on her. Nice looking girl. Very, very pretty girl. Mm. Seen this bitch last night. This bitch waist <laughs> was like a fucking double zero mm-hmm. and her ass was a fucking 20. <laughs> and I was just looking like, why did you go get your ass done? <laughs> that shit ain't no point of that. If I think everything with limitation could be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I done seen a girl with a fake ass and it looked nice. Like I ain't Me get too. The, I ain't get the squeeze and feel like the <laughs> it felt real. But bro, so my, my and whole I thing. I done seen it terrible too though. I, I was I was in Atlanta and I seen this girl with a fake ass and it was terrible. It was like the little peg legs that just lead up to this like the shit. You'd be like, yo. I seen I seen that before. <laughs> like yo, stop, bro. My whole thing with the. Uh, with the plastic surgery shit is most of the women that do it, it's like you just doing it because you lazy. You could have just hit the gym, my nigga. You only need to lose fifteen pounds. You can't lose fifteen pounds. 
I don't know. Like, I think it's different sometimes. Because, like, it's like niggas look in the mirror and see something. It's like the ugliest nigga in the world sometimes still has confidence. Like, he's, like, a pretty nigga. Like, you don't find that in no females. And usually, like, females that will look out and be like, oh, man, she's like a 6'7". You'd be like, oh, that's still... That's still proper. In her own mind, she's like a two. When she look in the mirror and she sees, so she trying to change up. So basically, you telling me these bitches need some counselors. <laughs> <laughs> they need some therapists. They don't need surgery. They need therapists. I don't even know if that'll help. Because <laughs> there's some people in therapy that it ain't helping. It's just, I don't know. That's just the ways of the world. And I think that's part of like the twerking and all that, the attention thing is that like you want that attention because that attention make you feel like more pretty like when the spotlight's on you like you feel yourself like you know what i'm saying like you know like even like when, when you get a haircut a fresh cut and people are pointing it out yeah. to you you feel it a little bit more when you you're already feeling yourself then be like oh nigga you got that fresh cut hey, you yeah know, you feel it a little that's bit. crazy bro like <laughs> I try not to say it, but you feel totally different after a haircut. <laughs> you just do, dog. Like, I be trying to fight it. Like, I'm going to be honest, I ain't had a haircut in months. <laughs> but uh, when I was getting my haircut out, you could just feel it, bro. Like, you get that fresh cut, especially like your barber do you right. He take his time. He spend that whole hour on the cut. You leave that motherfucker? You look in the mirror? You jump in the shower, you go out. That's a whole different type of confidence, bro. It's kind of like it's kind of like those skits where you be like, your girl don't want you to leave the crib because you got to cut. You put the gray sweatpants on. That's probably what we saw about the random dick pic dudes. That's probably how they feel every day. They oh feel yeah, they, they got fresh cut bro, confidence every day. You gotta have dog, dog. What bitches call that shit? Bitches call it big dick energy. You gotta have all kind of big dick energy to just send a random bitch to hammer, bro. Just <laughs> just slap the hammer in the DMs, bro. Nigga, come through the DMs like Thor, nigga. <laughs> Just slam the hammer in the DMs. That's some wild shit, bro. But, but yeah, that, I think that's it. Like, when they do, like, like twerking videos and all that, it's that. Like, each time, like, you, you feeling like, especially on a birthday, you feel like, oh, everybody want me. Now, let me shake this ass. And not even to... To get the attention, really to turn niggas down, to have niggas come yeah, at you. Yeah, <laughs> that's the weird part too. That's the weird part. But think about the confidence of turning niggas down, of of like, uh, of even you as a nigga, like, of curving a bitch. Like it's a, <laughs> it's a different type of energy. I'm, I'm gonna be like, honest, dog. When you, especially like I've when done you it got a, lot a bitch of my at life. home. When you oh, got yeah. a bad bitch at home and you curving a bitch, you extra feel yourself. So now, <laughs> but see the twerking thing though, it's kind of like. You could have went about this a whole different way. That's the part I don't understand about it. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a, a basic way, you know what I'm saying, to just, like, do that quick attention grab or whatever, quick little thirst trap. Yeah. But we all know that by now. You know what I'm saying? That's how I, even the haircut is that. Like, that haircut confidence when you hit the club. Uh-huh. <laughs> you want to tell these bitches, quick... you are not tricking me, my nigga. <laughs> you are not tricking me. You Stop already... that shit. I know I can't get it. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, niggas, 
was telling me like that video with Blue talking about the low standards. Niggas was like, I don't think bitches like Blue. <laughs> Cause I ain't gonna lie, he do sound like a nigga that can't get no bitches. I don't know if Blue can get bitches or not though. I don't know. I'm not going there, man. <laughs> TJ said he ain't talking about nobody. Fuck that. <laughs> <coughs> I, don't, I don't do it until I've been out with the man and seen it go yay and nay. I don't know. I'm going to tell Blue let's go out tonight. Oh, I did call him and tell him that. I said, bro, we got to go out. I got to see if you can get bitches because you bro, ain't got no confidence, bro. Where are you going when you go out in Augusta? I went to... I went to Alley Cats last night. I told you that's where I seen all the older chicks. Yeah. And then I went to the scene. It's a oh, lot of wow. white people in the scene. <laughs> What's the scene? So it's a it's a white club. It's downtown. It's kind of ducked off. It's like around the corner on Broad Street. You um you you go into the back and you come in. It's a real nice club. It's a lot of white people in it. Mm-hmm. Um, blue what, what blue's was extra the one aggressive. You were talking about earlier. What I said, studio probably. Yeah. Yeah, What's studio. The, uh, studio is like it's a bar off of Broad Street. I forgot what street it's on, okay. and it's kind of like it's kind of oh. like your hipster spot. Yeah, I've been to studio. Yeah, I DJ Nightmare I'm owns it. Oh, he owns I, it. Now? I, I think he owns it. Oh. I think it's him and like two more people. Uh-oh. Don't it's, get it's me the, lying though. It's it, that's the one that has like kind of like the little dance floor and like the long hallway. Uh uh-uh. uh. Studio. Studio is. Studio is small. You walk in and it's a bar, and then to the left it's like some tables in the middle. It's 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 called Studio the Neighborhood Bar, but you yeah, know you know how Augusta is. Niggas turn all bars into clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely I've been there. I just don't remember. Yes, yeah, Studio alright though. Yeah. How is it going out in, in uh, Col- uh fucking Colorado? I know you smoking like a motherfucker. <laughs> You buying all, you buying all that weed from the uh, dispensaries, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, you good, you know. I don't know why I ain't talked to you about that. As soon as we started the podcast, I should have yeah. talked about this from the beginning. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about that Jam Pro shit for some reason. Though. I don't <laughs> even know why. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like as soon as I seen you, I was like, man, I'm gonna use this as a chance to talk about Jam Pro. But yeah, bro. Um, quick question: Would you rather go to the neighborhood weed man or the dispensary? Because the neighborhood yeah. weed, man, cheaper, right? Nah, this is cheaper. Th- for real? Yeah, way cheaper. Why, though? Why is that? Okay. I don't even know. I could I could speculate, but I don't have an exact answer. But my speculation would be is just because of how much you got to go through to be, you know what I'm saying, a street dealer. Yeah. Like, you got to get a scent from somewhere. So, the nigga... Who's a grower is already taxing you to, you know what I'm saying, send it in or whatever. <clears throat> and then when you got to sell it to whoever, then you got to put enough on it where you could eat too. Yeah. So by the time it's hitting you as a street nigga, then went through two or three transactions, you know what I'm saying? Before. But I heard it's those like, dispensaries like be car. expensive. It's like a car almost. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, say like you sell me a car. It... You, you know, or rather you sell your car to the goddamn plate to the dealership or whatever and sell it back. It's like with the weed, it's almost the opposite of it. Like, the legal, like, out there, it'd be like $40 for like a half ounce or whatever. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you should have came out here with an ass of weed. <laughs> $40 for a Zippo? We talking about a, a well, good half, uh, half percent. Zip, half zip. Oh, 
Still. <laughs> Still, shit. But yeah, definitely it's way cheaper. I tell everybody, I was like, Colorado is way laid back. It made me look at like a lot of different things that go on. What made you go to Colorado, though? I have some family out there. Oh, okay. So it's just like... Because, bro, you went from New York, Augusta, Columbia, South Carolina, Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy as hell, bro. But now, like, Colorado was just the beginning of me. Like, like I said, I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to stay nowhere for more than five years. Like, that's the plan. It's like, I want to go to Colorado. I think I want to go to California. And then after that, stay out of America for a couple of years. Oh, you got a plan do, then. Yeah, I think I want to do Europe and Africa for a couple of years and all that. So, I've, been like to, I I've been to Europe. I definitely want to go to Africa. Yeah. I want to try to go to the, the safe parts. So I ain't going to the jungle. That's where I, I want to go to the jungle. <laughs> you got it. I'm good. I'm going to the city in Africa. I like animals, dog. I ain't going to sit here and lie to you, bro. I love animals, bro. And I love lions, my nigga. Right, gonna, That's my favorite animal. You're going to love it till he comes attacking it, it's funny. It's funny because every time people like pay attention to my jewelry, they always be like, oh, oh you must be a Leo. Because I got lions on, like, every chain that I got. <laughs> and I'll be like, nah, I ain't no Leo. And they be looking like, why the fuck this nigga got lions on his chains all the time? You know what I'm saying? But that's, like, a whole different thing. I don't like telling people that shit, but in my mind, I'm a lion. <laughs> <laughs> that shit head ass, ain't it? <laughs> this is, that's your spirit animal? <laughs> yeah. For real. Nah, but for real, though, seriously, like, okay, I, I'm going to tell you, it's kind of corny, though. I've been talking about corny shit all day. Mm-hmm. But, bro, it's kind of corny, but I remember I'm a big LeBron fan. And I remember in, was it 2010, LeBron came out with, I think, his sevens. They sevens or eights. I can't fucking remember. But the tongue had a big-ass line on the tongue. And I remember I copped them shoes. Actually, a girl got me those shoes, and I was supposed to buy her some shoes that came out after that, and I jugged her ass. But uh, shout out to her, though. <laughs> and she bonded me out of jail right before I started working for, uh, for your dad. She, she paid my you, fine off. She gave you good gifts. <laughs> she did. And she tried to give me some pussy when she got me from uh, from the jailhouse when they released uh, yeah, me. She wanted that fresh home. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I looked at her. This story <laughs> funny, dog. Yeah. Bro, I looked at her. She pulled over like on this off road because I was in Columbia County, which is in the woods. Um, she she pulled over on this off road and she just started taking her shirt off. And I looked at her and was like, "What the fuck is you doing?" <laughs> and she looked at me and was like, "Oh, well." Uh, and I was like, "Bitch, I only been locked up for thirty days." <laughs> I said, "Bitch, take 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 me to Joe House so I can get my motherfucking cell phone." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bitch, I want my cell phone. I don't want no goddamn pussy. <laughs> But anyway, so she had got me these LeBrons. They had a line on the tongue or whatever. And oh, yeah, I remember that was his first symbol. I got a jacket like that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I put them bitches on. I started hooping. And I started getting better at basketball. So I was like, <laughs> I'm a lion. You know what I'm saying? That shit corny as hell. That's what happened, though. I said some corny shit earlier today. I was watching the Vic, uh, the Vic 30 for 30 the other day. And I was, I was thinking because Iverson was in the um, – in the 30 for 30 and I was thinking how everybody wanted to have braids because of Iverson and Vic yeah. and I was telling somebody like um shit I had long braids by the time Iverson and Vic was hot yeah. and I was like because I used to want to be like Bow Wow <laughs> <laughs> you look like him a little bit man. hell no <laughs> 
I had the, I had the long braids. I had the long braids like Bow Wow when I was young. I also I used to be a big uh, Vanilla Ice and um, <laughs> so, yeah. MC Hammer fan when I was a kid. You had a hot top. I had a hot top shaved on the side with the lines, but I had a rat tail. You had I had pants. a long rat tail. Did you have some hammer pants? Fuck no. <laughs> oh, when I was young, I was head ass. I wore overalls every day. I wore overalls every hey, day, bro. You can't find no overalls now. I don't live in fucking dicky shit. <laughs> they be in weird places like Goodwill. I, that's why they in the Goodwill. They old. I seen some niggas last night wearing them camo overalls. And I was like, bro, we back in 07, bro. Mm. That's some real Augusta swag, though. Yes, bro. Bum-ass hunting gear. Why y'all niggas? Y'all niggas ain't never hunted a day in y'all life. That's a, that's a good man. Don't don't try to kill our city things. We need things. <laughs> man, them niggas tripping, bro. They make Augusta look bad. That's why Lil hey. Wayne don't know where the Masters at. Because of shit like that. <laughs> but, yeah, man, back to the weed. I don't know how I let you let me get me off subject uh, with the weed. So you said a half ounce of weed is forty dollars at the. It's that's crazy, weed, dog. Yeah. And is it stronger than like some weed you would get off the streets in Georgia? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I've been back. I mean, um, some people have had better weed than when, like when I was living out here even two years ago. But still, like nah, like it that'll be a little bit more pricey. But still, nah. If you get in top shelf weed. In the dispensary, ain't nobody on the street usually gonna have better. Depending, depending too, cause like, you know, it's different dispensaries have different, and usually like I, I seen people like, if like the more upscale ones you go to, they're gonna be more pricey. So you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Me actually living in Denver, I was able to like you know what I'm saying I could go and explore and find like the ones with the good prices and all that, but. What kind of strands you be smoking? I usually I usually get whether I get like a indica and I get a sativa and I smoke on that for the week. And like it usually like I go through a half in like a week when I live in Denver. Different like different kind of moods depending on what mood it is is what kind of strain you smoke. Well, not nah, usually the uh, the indica is supposed to be more of like a body high, so like. Indica strands, one diesel is a popular indica strand. Yeah. So like you smoke solid diesel, like usually like your whole body, and that'll be like that like couch feeling almost. Mm-hmm. Sativa is more of a head high, so like you're gonna be high, but it's gonna be different, and ain't gonna really make you sleepy as much. Like since sativa, since the indica is like that body high, it usually like it usually makes you like more tired because it's relaxing more as opposed to like. When you're supposed to TV, you more high, high, you up, you want to do yeah. shit. They say it's it, kind of like uppers and downers. Yeah, they say usually like sativa. Sometimes you can like, it's like when you want to go out and do stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then because more of the body, but it's supposed to be more creative too. But that's the only thing I miss weed. about not smoking weed. I used to get in my bag when I smoke weed. I used, be, <laughs> I used to be in a crazy creative space, bro. That's the only thing I miss about not smoking weed. Why don't you smoke? Nah, you ain't got to smoke heavy, man. You can smoke a little joint, joint, you know. You I smoked your- last Christmas. I got so fucking high, I thought my nigga Quay was was, was trying to kill me. <laughs> I can't smoke no more. <laughs> now, just- if niggas bring that good mid back, not that bullshit mid they got nowadays. I'm talking about that good, 
con bud that they used to have when we was young. <laughs> they bring that shit back. I smoke, bro. You sound like the old heads for real. I know, dog. That's how you know we getting the old, bro. different, yeah, man. Y'all man know we that shit so strong. strong. <laughs> yeah, that shit so strong, bro. This shit be making me think I'm crazy. But you know what? You just need to get a bowl, man. Just one hit, you know? I'm good, bro. <laughs> I will drink me one beer, chase it with some water. I'm straight, bro. I don't See, I need no do more. That. I, don't, I can't drink that. I can't drink it cold enough for it to be enjoyable beer. Like it's just, I oh, oh yeah, yeah. That means you don't enjoy the taste of a beer. <laughs> I love the taste of beer. I love the taste of malt. I love the taste of everything in the beer, bro. You might like it out there then in Denver because they got hella breweries. All I love breweries. Yo, it's a brewery everywhere in Colorado. Like. I fuck with breweries, <laughs> dog. It's too cold up there though. I can't. I can't fuck around in that you cold. You gotta visit. It's not cold here. See, man. you a New York nigga though, so it's not cold all the time. It's See, only cold in the winter time. I'm gonna be honest, dog. I'm a southern nigga. Like, <laughs> I'm not even interested in going places. Like, people be like, "Nigga, Kelly, this shit." I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck about no Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I always yeah, been like that, bro. I don't know. I ain't finished watching, but I was watching one of your podcasts. It might even been a clip for one. And y'all was talking hip hop, and I don't know who you was with, but it was somebody, and they like name like they like top five, and it was all southern rappers. It was like Pimp C. <laughs> oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was greasy. <laughs> yeah, that nigga there, dog, is a product of his environment. <laughs> I actually got a podcast with him coming out soon. We did a podcast a couple days ago. We got drunk as fuck and talked about all kind of crazy shit, but he's one of them type niggas, dog. If you ain't talking about Pimp C, Juvenile, uh, Lil Wayne, he ain't trying to hear it, bro. At least, at least me, at least me, I got, I got hope in my top three you know what I'm saying like don't get me wrong I think New York niggas are annoying that's just me but <laughs> I fuck with New York rap dog long as it ain't like too hardcore like like Big L Big L alright you know Papoose is over the top to me bro <laughs> They um, kind of sound similar. They do. Yeah. Like, that's why I named both of them. <laughs> like, yeah, some like niggas be over the top. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of somebody else, too, but I forgot his name, and I don't know. I don't know. Oh, uh, fucking Rakim. You don't like Rakim? It's not that I dislike Rakim. <laughs> He's just, like, over the top New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember watching his interviews, like... The oh, nigga's yeah, so yeah, boring, bro. Because yeah. he's just so New York. Like, New York niggas yeah. be tough for no reason. Yeah, his interviews are like that. They Definitely. do. But then you got a nigga like Big Daddy Kane, and he bring that energy. You know what I'm saying? He like... I think him and LL changed, like, the look of of New York rap. That's a hot yeah. take, though, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but they like... Rock him changed the whole flow. Though, you yeah, know what I'm saying that was that was his. I think those three that you just mentioned are like actually like probably like my '80s top five. Yeah, them you put Rev Run, and I'm probably thinking probably like Slick Rick or something. And that's like the '80s right there for me. See, bro, sure. you got me in my hardcore hip hop bag. People don't even know <laughs> I like fuck with hip hop like that. <laughs> I'm a hip hop head though. A but lot yeah, of a lot of my closest friends know I, like I really fuck with hip hop. I had to start trying to bring my top fives down more because definitely like in my all time pocket ain't in my all time top five. <laughs> Just cause it. Bro, there will not be no downplaying pop on the sit downs with Slim podcast. <laughs> 
pockets, Jesus, whole all wrapped up into one gangsta ass nigga on this podcast. But he, he wasn't. He wasn't a gangster. He just had the heart of one. No, bro. <laughs> How was he a gangster? We're, we're not doing the <laughs> Keep going. We gonna talk about that. <laughs> How is he a gangster though? Explain. <laughs> I'm about to tell you. <laughs> Nah, it's funny because I actually, I actually, I disagree. I feel like uh, he grew to be a gangster, but there was different sides of Pac. Yeah. A lot of people didn't understand the different sides of Pac. Like people would say, "Oh, Pac is like Drake. He's a he's an actor." <laughs> I mean, in that sense, yeah. But. Pac, Pac was a complicated was, person, too. though. But they also say like anything you watch on him, it'll be like. Once he started doing certain things, it changed him. It's like once he did Juice. Yeah, he started he became, like Bishop. Yeah, he became that character, and I felt like in like a lot of ways he was like a method actor. So like sometimes when we see him growing up as kids and he was in a mood, he was also preparing for roles. Or like you know what I'm saying, he had to be a certain yeah. way or whatever. So we had pop. Pop, you know, pop was a complicated person though. Dog. <laughs> His love what? for women is crazy to me too. Like, bruh, did you see that video with Offset? Which one? Offset, um, he threw the punch. Uh, somebody tried to throw a drink at Cardi B and missed. He jumped off the stage and threw the Superman hook. <laughs> and I was just like, bruh, I also seen a video of him. I think they were at the Grammys. He was fixing her hair and he moved to the side so the paparazzi can get a picture of her. Yeah, I seen that one. Yeah, I seen those two videos, bro. And I think I shared the video of him fixing her hair on Twitter and I said, bro, I will never be able to love a woman this much. <laughs> and everybody was like, Slim, you'll get love one day. And I'm like, bro, little do y'all know. <laughs> I got enough love in my life, bro, but it's like... These niggas love women, bro. Pac was like that. And it's like, yeah. bro, don't get I'm me like wrong. I'm like that. Like, I be, I've told people that too before. I'd be like, yo, my nigga, you don't realize it, but like, oh, I love women. You like bitches, my nigga. Like, it's different. It's totally different, my nigga. And like, that's how like at one point in time, I feel like I'm not Are you like a lover boy? as much. Am I a lover boy? I don't know about all that. <laughs> but like, <laughs> Nah, what I'm, you gonna say? Because I ain't mean to cut you off. But now I said I, I explained somebody to that like with money too, like some of my niggas like especially like in the Columbia days I was like oh my nigga D, I really love money. You only like to get money. My <laughs> that sounds like some New York shit. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo B, I'm really out here getting it B. I'm really out here on my grizzly B, like for real, straight up Bronx Philly shit B. I'm yo, really on no. my grizzly. <laughs> That's how I gotta describe it. Like, yo, nigga, I, I love this shit, son. Yo, I wake up, I touch these dollars, nigga. It inspire a different type of energy in my soul. Nigga. I'm kind of like them ball playing niggas. <laughs> Is the people still gonna love me? <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's like my favorite movie right there. Paid them full. Yeah. I, I ain't gonna lie, Paid them full is one of my favorite movies. I'm gonna be real though. I know I be, I know I be bashing New York shit all the time, but that's a good ass movie. <laughs> Even though it's based off some snitching ass niggas, <laughs> but it's still fine. Uh, yeah. Most people snitch though. Like let's just be honest, dog. <laughs> like most most of most of our favorite gangsters we grew up idolizing was snitches. 
A lot of people did too. Yeah, so we can't. I don't know why you think. What do you think when Takashi come home? You think he gonna be alright? <laughs> this nigga hit me with some bombs. Up. Um, <laughs> dog, you want to be on all the way real, bro? I try not to listen to too much like podcasts on shit because I podcast <laughs> and I want to have my own original opinion. <laughs> but I know a lot of people got this opinion, and I agree. Like, I think when he gets out, he's gonna be okay. <laughs> I literally think we live in different times, bro. I know shit is still crazy out here. Like niggas are still dying, <laughs> niggas are still getting killed. I don't think niggas give a fuck about telling no more, bro. Like I just said, when we was young, we idolized niggas that was rats. You know, well, Alpo you... was a fucking rat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we all knew that. But the, the I think the way Cameron played that character, though. Made it so He much played more. that shit so gangster, dog. <laughs> Cause like in real life they really idolized Rich Porter, I feel more. Yeah. Rich and A Z, I felt like what well, we did Cameron in that movie just made you love Alpo no matter what. Like, when the nigga was at the club fucking shotty on the screen. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, oh man. one of my homeboys' favorites is when he made the nigga strip. <laughs> That seemed awkward to me, bro. For some reason, some scenes just be so awkward. I'd be like, ugh, I don't want to see that, bro. It's just awkward. It just, it make you feel bad. Like, imagine looking at your window and seeing that shit. Like, like yo. Hey, yo, son, get off the block, B. New York niggas is funny, bro. You got to admit that shit. New York niggas. Hey, yo, get off the block, B. You know what? I went out west for a while and we realized that it was just the East Coast in general. We're just more a little bit more harsher about shit. Yeah. It's just a mind state. Bro. New York, for real, New York niggas is like the most disrespectful, funny niggas. Because that's what it is. Niggas that disrespect you, but in like the worst ways. And it's just hilarious to people. It's hilarious to other ass. They always, they just always so mad. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, so like, how was your transition from moving from New York to the South? From New York, I don't just know, like wasn't mentally, that different. it wasn't that different because, like, by the time I lived up there, I was like, we moved first when I was young, mm-hmm. so you know, I, I went back as a teenager. So when like I came back down south, it wasn't like because I was already from. Oh yeah, Augusta, yeah, 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 yeah. You've been here before. So, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like no like transition. Like I could see it now more being back now. And, like, when I'm trying to do certain things, I can see what people from the outside say about, like, the slowness, especially, like, when you're trying to do productive things. You're just trying to move at, like, a steady pace. Like, a lot of people are just, like, lotty dotty with it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is just kind of moving a little bit slower. You know, as what people used to talk about more. But when I was young, I didn't really see it that much because I was... Lottie died myself, so it, yeah. you know, I'm kind of laid back. Like, you say, like, we used to work together. Like, you know, I'd be slow as fuck. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be in my own zone. I I'd remember just move that at shit. my own speed. <laughs> so, like, but now, like, now when I'm trying to do more productive stuff, yeah, I can see it more as opposed to other places where people kind of catch on to stuff. Quickly. That's something I like to experience, like, what people mean about the South being so slow. Because I did, um... A podcast with Brother B. He owns Humanity downtown. It's mm-hmm. a uh, it's a vegan spot. Yeah. And um, he from New York, and he was telling me like how shit is slow down here, whatever, and how fast paced it is in New York. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, I never been to New York strictly because I mean I've been to New York, but I've never like hung out in New York because um, I just 
I just never was interested. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I would like to see like what people, people mean. About, here, yeah, I would like to, I would like to see what people mean about like it being so fast. It's probably the same way like when I was in Germany and I used to go to big towns in Germany. It's probably like the same like motherfuckers walking the street, got them hauling ass and shit. <laughs> it's probably the same as that yeah. shit though. I said that to my homegirl. I brought her to New York for the first time, and she was like, "Yo, the look in everybody's eyes, especially like not. Well, I'm from Long Island, so Long Island's a little bit more suburb. But like when we went to the city, she was like, Yo, the look in everybody's eyes is like everybody has something to do. Yeah, like nobody. That's how I picture it too. Yeah, like nobody is like trying to stop and smell the roses and all that. That's that's the bum, if anything. That's the homeless nigga. He the only nigga that's probably... He probably the nicest nigga you probably meet is going to be that bum. Because yeah. everybody else got something to do. And if you ain't helping them, you in the way. You know what I'm saying? That's the mm-hmm. mentality. That's just the, the Northeast mentality, though. Like, once you hit, like, Maryland and up, that's kind of everybody's mentality. It's just like, yo, we on, we on go. We trying to get shit done. Like, get the fuck out the way if you ain't trying to assist. Do you like that? Do you prefer that over how it is in the South? Um, in certain situations, like when I'm when I'm trying to do shit, yeah, because that's yeah. how I am. I'm, the, I'm, you know, what I'm saying, I'm, or if I'm really focused on a goal and and it's to like make money, and so the most money you can make is like, especially in like a time base, like if y'all can make this and still go do something later and you and you're holding in the way of that yeah that's a problem but like when i want to slow down and do stuff or like even like i say the party like it ain't nothing like to party in the south yeah like, you know what i'm saying it's, it's more wide open so you don't you know what i'm saying you could you can it's little pockets like you said in new york everybody tough so you know what i'm saying in the south so, a lot of times, people just want to have fun. You got a couple tough guys, but usually, you know what I'm saying, people can calm them down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I say the big, I think the biggest thing with even that is, is sensitivity. They ain't, because in the South, it's more, as long as you don't hurt somebody's, like, pride too much, you be a, New York niggas, we sensitive, man. You do any little thing. That <laughs> hurt that nigga pride, nigga. <laughs> that you nigga want, said, these niggas yeah, sensitive. These niggas sensitive and petty with it, too, but... But it's different though, because that sensitivity might be going to get a pistol and shooting you in the head, like you know yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's to that level, like they feeling was that hurt, you know what I'm saying? Like you could hurt them that quick off of some simple shit. So that's like, bro, why is the gun law so crazy in New York? I was talking about that today, and I thought about it. I was like, you know, I really don't understand why. why. Like, like niggas is getting five years off of first offense for 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 weapon possessions in New York. Are you just not allowed to have a gun? That's crazy. Like, not, in the uh, South, niggas is getting off with probation they first yeah, went to possession. Yeah, because you're allowed to have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, like, there's no, ain't really too much of a gun law in Georgia. Like, anybody can have a gun. It's not illegal to have a gun as long as you're not a felon. Yeah. Like, if I walk outside right now, I found a gun, picked it up. Like, that's mine. You know what I'm saying? As long as ain't no bodies on it, ain't gonna be no issue. Isn't, isn't it crazy to think that all you need is a bill of sale to buy a gun from somebody. Yeah, but I mean that's the that's also the part of like I it'd be weird because like on gun laws like myself I'm like fifty fifty because I don't one hundred percent trust the government 
And I'll be on like that killer Mike shit a little bit where it's like, nigga, don't 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 forget they just freed us fifty years ago, my nigga. You still might want to keep that pistol handy. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. But at the same time though, like, damn, like everybody with a gun. Cause it's a lot of head ass niggas. And it's and I say it's sensitive, but it's sensitivity everywhere. And I feel like that gets people hurt more than anything. Is that like the the nigga that's super tough or hard or whatever? Like his feelings get hurt quick. He ain't gonna express it like how the most way men would express it. Yeah. So this nigga gonna express it in a fucked up way. He gonna Picking go up shoot that some gun. shit. Yeah, he gonna go shoot some shit up. You step on his sneakers, he finna go shoot some shit up because he feel more disrespected. Like you didn't like. That is him being sensitive, bro. <laughs> And it's 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 crazy, like nigga. <laughs> it's not that serious. It's like bro. a nigga bump into you in the club and like now nah, that nigga gotta die. Like how dare that nigga bump into me? Like Aaron Hernandez <laughs> when he allegedly shot those two people in that car. They said somebody bumped into him and he got mad. Like bro, if a nigga see, bump I into you, see fucking up. I ain't even get to watch the special yet. I'm gonna still watch the shit. Bruh. You're all good. I, I'm not. I'm not one of them people. It's weird. I'm not. See, like, you can tell me the you're whole doing, story. You doing the same thing Greasy did when Greasy was on the podcast. This nigga Greasy, I started talking about the Aaron Hernandez doc, and he was like, "Bro, don't tell me the end, bro. I'm about to watch it." I said, "Nigga, <laughs> you know the end. He killed himself." <laughs> he was like, "Bro, chill, bro. Don't tell me the end, bro." Yeah, yeah, Y'all niggas yeah. is wild. Yeah, like this I shit know. already happened. <laughs> See, I didn't know that part that you were talking about. Like, I don't. Oh, I, I know, yeah. like. That I know he was a nigga on the Patriots, and I know he killed himself in the end. And I know he got arrested for murder, but I don't know who he killed. Oh, like, the okay, okay. Behind oh, yeah, definitely that watch shit. that shit. That shit is really good. Yeah. I think it's like four hours though. <laughs> I think I seen. I, I think I was watching episode one, but I fell asleep or whatever, and then it just didn't pop up and like the continue. You gotta watch shit. that Mike Vick thirty for thirty two. <laughs> they coming out with part two on the six. I think uh, this Thursday part I, one I've was never uh, the other watched day. Any of the thirty for thirties. Oh, you got to watch them shit. They're good. <laughs> I ain't seen Rodman's yet, but I heard Rodman's is real good. The OJ is the best one I've ever seen. <laughs> Nigga, that OJ one is... Niggas, dog, niggas is talking about this yeah, Aaron Hernandez. Iverson had one. Nobody got shit on OJ, though, bro. Everybody <laughs> talking about this Aaron Hernandez, Doc? No, OJ shit was crazy, nigga. But the crazy thing about Docs is it depends on who shoots them, what side of the story you get. I've seen yeah. documentaries on OJ where... It made me think at the end, like, that nigga probably innocent. And I've also yeah. seen ones that made me I think, think like, I that think, nigga did that shit. <laughs> I think you seen, I seen you post about that or whatever. Like, people yeah. like developing their opinions from, like, after watching the doc. Because they don't understand what a documentary is. <laughs> they just don't. Like, bro, yeah, it's just I, information, bro. I just bro. watch it for, like, the yeah, Entertainment purposes. Yeah, yeah our information. information. Like, That's it. It's just it. information, bro. It's not supposed to, at the end, you're not supposed to, like, yeah, be able to side with the person that yeah, shot you it. you really need to watch, like, two or three docs before you really, yeah. really do that. Like Get your saying, own info. You need it. You need to, you know, see different perspectives of how people, like, put it all together and piece it all together. It's just, like, I seen the, uh, the Fire Festival documentaries. One was on Hulu. One was on Netflix. Same topic. Totally different docs. <laughs> totally different perspectives. Totally different people in them. They still made Ja Rule seem like, hey, he was head-ass and the whole shit. <laughs> Both of them, because he was. <laughs> the only clips anybody had of him being involved in a fire festival, he was holding a shot glass with tequila in it, and every shot, it was going, salute, salute. He just kept toasting to nothing with tequila. He would come in, he would walk around and be like, everything looking good. He was acting like a mobster. 
He was like, everything looking good? Okay, let's take shots. Like, bro, what's up with you, bro? <laughs> Nigga taking shots to everything. Like, we got water trucks now? Salute. Like, bro, what's up with what's, you, bro? So he never, did he actually ever go to, he was on the island with the people? And that was just during like the meetings and stuff he was toasting. That was just during the meetings. I don't think he ever. I don't think he ever went to the island. I'm not sure. I don't forgot now. But that whole that whole situation was they crazy. They got though. got. Yeah, them niggas got got. But you know why you don't feel bad though? It's fucking little rich kids. Who gives a fuck about them? Who gives a fuck about rich kids? They're the ones bro? that could. Only ones that could afford it. Right? Yeah, like bro, who really gives a fuck? Like your mommy and daddy brought you fucking first class tickets to a fucking. Island, a private island, so you can go see a fucking concert. Who <laughs> gives worked, a fuck about you? They worked hard for those tickets, all right. Yeah, they, their parents did work hard. <laughs> their parents worked extremely hard. You're you're 100 right. Um, them niggas know though. Nobody gives a fuck about them niggas getting trapped on no fucking island. We don't <laughs> care, bro. I'm sorry, we just don't give a fuck, my nigga. Well, Somebody there that probably spent their last. They worked all year. <laughs> That's the sad situation. Like the workers that was there that didn't get paid, it make you feel bad, bro. Like you just feel bad. It's like, damn, dog, this is just unfortunate. But. That's just. Then that's then, a, that's what so happens what in business. Have, what happened to the end? Like the people that set it all up. I know they went to jail. But uh like, yeah. How long did they get? I think that nigga's still locked up. I think he had got like ten years. Oh damn. Yeah. Because he scammed after that. After that, he started, like, selling fake tickets to, like, uh, the fucking Mick Gala, whatever it's called. Oh, God. This nigga didn't stop. He didn't stop, bro. <laughs> he kept he kept trying to scam some His shit. His scam was literally on the news, and you're just like, I'm good. Bro, the, funny, the funniest part, though, on the Hulu one, the Hulu one was funny. The Netflix one was the one with, like, the most information. The Hulu one was funny as hell. They had, like, all the good scenes and all the good interviews. It was a guy named Billy. He was a gay guy. <laughs> And he told a story about how they didn't. It was it was coming time to the festival to start. It was like a week before they didn't have any water. The guy that was supposed to send the water, he wanted like an extra like ten million dollars or some crazy number. My number's probably wrong, but it was it was a crazy yeah. number. And he said that uh, I forgot the guy name that that was throwing it. He basically said like, uh, yeah, the guy was like, hey man, I really need you to take one for the team. I need you to go over here, you know, go go over to the guy, whatever. And suck his dick. <laughs> and this nigga Billy said he went home, he brushed his teeth, took a shower, and he was 100% prepared to go suck that dick. <laughs> I was rolling, bro. I was like, bro, this is the wildest shit I've heard in my life, bro. Like, bro, that's insane, my nigga. Say whatever. It's whatever. We'll he just down. He, he just down with it, like. But now he's getting all kind of like, bro, he got a sponsorship with water, with some water company. Um, <laughs> all kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's blowing up right now. Mm-hmm. I could probably I could probably find some shit in him. Hey, I mean, he was willing to suck dick for water. So I'll find that shit later. He deserves this. Yeah, he deserves it, dog. <laughs> he was ready to take one for the team. Um, That's some crazy ass shit, though. He said randomly, like, would you, if we needed some water, would you just like a random bitch pussy for some water? Fuck no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Shit no. Boy, it ain't gonna be no it ain't gonna be no water at that festival. Trust me, you my to nigga. <laughs> Bro, had to call Damo. Hey Damo, send her the hammer. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Number three, send her the hammer. Straight up. Well yeah, bruh. 
documentaries is head ass dog. Um, people, excuse me, documentaries not head ass. People that watch doc, do, documentaries thinking that oh now I know. Now I got no my- nigga, get your own information from it, bro. See. Now you gotta you gotta watch the Aaron Hernandez, you gotta watch the Mike Vick thirty for thirty, and you gotta watch the Fire Festival joints. See, I just put you on some shit. <laughs> I need to get back on my docs. I've been watching stuff more since I've been out here, because like when I was in Colorado, I just like work, work all the time, smoke all the time, and shit. Quality. What you been doing out here? I just been I had uh I had to get some things straightened out with my license. Then I had a storage out here, so I'm trying to get rid of the stuff in my storage. And then after that, I don't even, I'm probably going to go back. Did you ever get your CDLs? I never got a CDL. Uh, I, I remember I you telling so, me. Hey, yeah, I think I was thinking about that a while ago. I'm trying to get some money up because I still got some old loan, student loan. So I don't know if I can get like the fast food and all that again. Yeah. But I'm trying to go to school to do like this uh, lineman work or whatever. Ain't so nothing wrong way. with that. School is always the move. Getting certified in something. And certified, and then I think I might try to get into some media stuff. Let's see. I was thinking of doing podcasts on myself. I was thinking of doing that, and maybe doing like, like editing. Like honestly, everything I've been seeing you do lately, you've been like, yo, this nigga doing everything I want to fucking do. It's <laughs> <laughs> like it's all this shit I want to do, but I I want to get some money so I can like you know, yeah, have that job. That like if I need anything on the back end, it ain't, it ain't no way to just go get it. And then, I ain't gonna lie, this shit kind of like I don't know what, how the hell I started. I think I had the idea of doing this, and then the person I was gonna do it with, he ended up moving, and I started it with a guy who we went on a trip to Texas together, yeah. and he told me, "Man, I always wanted to start a podcast." And I'm like, "Nigga, me too." So we started it together, whatever, and uh, then that just kind of ended just mutually. Like we both just stopped, and I was like, "Bro, I'm gonna keep doing this shit because yeah, I like this shit. I this shit you, fun." When you first started, it was like two of y'all. Yeah, it was, it, it was me and Rello. All right. And um, we stopped doing that, and then I started sit downs with Slim. I actually started sit downs with Slim while me and him was still doing the habitual offenders, mm-hmm. and um. We started, oh, well, excuse me, I started this podcast, and I just was like, bruh, I'm not stopping this, like, <laughs> and I done already put all this money into this shit with all this equipment, <laughs> then I got seen. a camera, I was like, oh, it's over, You got over, the lighting bro. going on and stuff. Yeah, dog. I haven't seen any of your videos, but I know you do videos, too. Yeah. You talking about uh, music videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do music videos. I, I don't like doing music videos, though. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't, dog. It take too much? Yeah. I'm all right at it, though. I'm not that good, but I'm definitely not bad. I'm all right. Um, I'm just not, what about I'm not the really pictures? into it. I love shooting pictures, dog. I ain't going to lie, dog. I, I really fuck with photography. And when I first started, I didn't think I was that good because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> but I got... I got I got good like fast. Like I literally just woke up every day watching YouTube videos and I figured it out and I started booking clients and people was fucking with it, bro. And see, I was more so confused because you never really know what people like. Like I literally just shoot pictures how I like, like mm-hmm. what I want the pictures to look like. Yeah. And for some reason, people like it, dog. I mean, that's usually what when you go to a photographer because most people don't have like. You know what I'm saying? I did. You always gonna have some people that do. For the most part, people just like take my picture. Like, yeah. <laughs> but 
but see, my style is a little different though. Like I like colors. You know what I'm saying? More, most people like like that cinematic look. I don't really like that shit. I like colors and I like shit that look like I like it to look real life, but with a little with like a hint of cartoon cartoon feel. Like I like my blues to be real bright and clouds to be real defined and like people's faces to be like real grainy unless i'm doing like photography shoots if i do a photography shoot i'm gonna make it look as, as cinematic as i can but as far as like outdoor shoots i try to get as creative as i can with that shit yeah dog. i know that shit don't sound nothing like me like 10 years ago <laughs> <laughs> i went into no kind of art shit like 10 years ago bro yeah. i was trying to get that bread with gunny <laughs> you know what i'm saying that was it that's all i had for a motherfucker then listening to gucci yeah. Riding back and forth to Southern. Yeah. I was on some <laughs> bullshit then, bro. Is that where you met Blue at? Y'all was both at Southern? Man, I met Blue recently. Oh, word? Yeah. yeah. I knew of Blue. Never talked to that nigga. Yeah. Met this nigga recently, probably last year. And the nigga been hitting me up damn near every day since then. <laughs> That's my nigga, though, man. That nigga hopping on the podcast. Yeah, bro. He still sell cars, right? Yeah, he sell cars. <laughs> Blue ass is crazy though, bro. And like, see, I I ain't gonna lie. I'm taking a break from having Blue on the podcast, <laughs> but I like having him on the podcast because Blue says things that most people are thinking that they're scared to say. Yeah. Like the whole, like his whole thoughts on the gay topic. Like most people think like that. They just scared to say it because it's not right. It's What's not that? politically correct. Most people don't like that gay stuff. Like uh-huh. young young black men. They don't like gay stuff. They think yeah. the same way he thinks. So, and he's just saying it out loud. Yeah. That's the only difference. I Yeah, a lot of people say it like behind the scenes. I don't know, it's different with me because it just don't bother me either way. Me neither, dog. It's just like, do your thing. Everybody, I was, I actually like, I got into, I didn't get into it. I was asking a question like because this dude I posted, he was like, yo, grown man should use the bathroom with girls. And I was like, yo, what should they go to the bathroom? If it's a transsexual, like, what's the, what's the answer? <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, they, I was like, yo, I was like, the half of the laws only came in place because they was getting harassed. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, they was getting harassed in the men's bathroom. Like, when a nigga dressed in full drag and shit go in here and now he all, you know, got beat up because he just wanted to go pee. Cause, cause I'm going to be honest. I really don't <laughs> give a fuck, my nigga. You know what That's I'm how I feel like I, in the women's bathroom too. I'm like, it was all stalls. I'm like, so yes, if this man is standing on the stall to try to peek at your daughter, yes, that's an issue. This nigga just pissing or whatever. That gotta go be like a, a Bruce Jenner type nigga, because you know Bruce Jenner got his uh, he still got his dick because he yeah, still like yeah. fucking women, but mm-hmm. now he is a woman, and that's creepy. It's like my nigga. I feel like I, I feel like some. Some trans people... <laughs> the world is just wide open. That's the thing. They be like, wanting their cake and they want to eat it too, bro. You know what I'm saying? I like, you want to be a woman and fuck women. Your ass, your ass wants your cake, dog. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's a whole world out there. So, you know, everybody can do whatever they want to do. Yeah. I feel like everybody has the right... Like, you know what I'm saying? That's, the, that's what's supposed to be the cool thing about America at the end of the day. It's not all supposed to be about this one group of people or that one group of people. It's supposed to be like an appeal to like everybody. A melting pot. Yeah. But then you get people that's like, yo, oh, this side's a way of thinking. Is this right is the right side. way. <laughs> this is the 
This is the right way. That's why I like the the whole Christianity. That's the craziest thing because they they got multiple pockets of like you know what I'm saying between Mormons and all that. But as long as everybody agrees that the gay people ain't cool, like you're good. Like that's it. <laughs> that's it. Praise Isn't God. That's so weird though. <laughs> that shit is so weird. We can all bro. read the Bible and have different interpretations, but we know one thing: <laughs> we love God and we don't like the gay folks. <laughs> <laughs> long as your Bible says that, we fuck with your religion. <laughs> That shit is crazy, bro. People just ignorant, bro. But yeah, bro. I think that's a good note to uh to end the podcast on some positive shit. My nigga TJ brought the laugh to, uh, to the podcast. I ain't gonna lie, bro. This was a funny ass podcast, bro. This nigga got them. Damo told me he done. Okay, I ain't gonna lie. I said I said twice, nigga. This shit gonna be funny as hell. But yeah, man. Another episode of Sit Down with Slim, man. We had we had my nigga TJ on here and we out. That nigga Domo head ass. I know I know he did. I knew he did that shit too. <laughs> <laughs>